1: shoes. Recorded live. Fifteen seconds there. Stand by on camera, stand by video tape, stand by slow mount. Stand by rolling, take five. And roll tape. One, two,
2: one. Take tape.
0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, this is your favorite person, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, yes, I am sounding like Howard Cosell this afternoon. Welcome to Monday, October the 9th, 2017, and <laughs> episode number 112 in the books, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Columbus Day to you all. Happy Thanksgiving to our friends in the north of Canada, including our very fair person, the King of Kings, Gerard T. Smith, the Frank Gifford of our show. But right now is my dandy Don Meredith, if you will, Mr. John Gross. John, how are you this afternoon? Good. All right, well, we got that out of the way. I think everyone's going to like that beginning. <laughs> anyway, folks, we got a lot to talk about Indeed, happy Columbus Day and happy Thanksgiving to our friends in the North. However, we have got a great show for you this afternoon. Of course, we've got a lot to dive into, so let's get into it. Of course, as you know, talking about football, a lot of football mishaps this week and a lot of craziness, to say the least. However, it all started, of course, yesterday in New York City with the New York Giants. Of course, Odell Beckham tore his ACL, if you will, against the uh, L.A. Chargers yesterday. He will need surgery sometime this week, in fact, in the next couple of days. John, this is a big blow for the Giants, who are now 0-5, and are sinking faster than the Titanic, no pun intended. And as a result, they lose him for the rest of the season.
1: Oh, they are sinking like the Titanic.
0: And could we say Eli Manning has maybe lost a little bit of a touch, similar to Ben Roethlisberger, who's my boys yesterday, got embarrassed 30-9 to 9 at the hands of the Jacksonville Jaguars with five turnovers. I mean, both Beckham and Eli have been up and down so far this year, as has a bunch of other people. And speaking of up and down, how are... What about J.J. Watt, the brother of T.J. Watt of the Pittsburgh Steelers? Last year, he came back, or this year, he came back after a severe injury. He raised a lot of funds for the Hurricane Fund in Houston for Harvey. He got injured last night in the second quarter of the Kansas City-Houston game. Houston came all the way back, almost made it a game late, however, but it was too little too late after trailing 27-3 to at halftime. Unfortunately, they lost by 8, but J.J. Watt is the story here. He, too, also got injured, how tearing his ACL and he will now need any surgery. However, it was his fibula more like it, however, just like it was Beckham's. But both of these guys are done for the year, and this is a crucial blow for both the Texans and the New York Giants.
2: Indeed. Well,
0: we will definitely be saying prayers for them and their families. Of course, this is a big blow, of course, for the Giants to lose their all-star wideout, who has been very controversial since the beginning of the summer. J.J. Watt coming back from a severe injury and doing a lot this summer with the charity work. And it looked like he was ready to have another big breakout season after coming back from a knee injury a year ago. Now he is back on the shelf one more time. And in the contract year, just like Beckham, it makes you wonder if these two guys will stay with their respectable teams, however, or they'll test the free agent market next season. Speaking of games, what a game we had in Dallas yesterday. The Green Bay Packers and the Dallas Cowboys went out of tooth and nail. Aaron Rodgers came through once again, however. 38-31. Dak Prescott thought he had the victory in hand with a minute to go, but the Pack just came alive, however, once again as they did all second half long here in this game in Dallas, however. And the big story here, John, is what happened after the game, however. Apparently Jerry Jones said that two of the Cowboys, however, and some of the Cowboys, were not doing things, well, let's just say... American, if you will, however. And we heard about what happened in Indy between the 49ers and the Colts, howard, which leads us to our next story, Heller, about Mike Pence attending the game and then leaving the game because of what had happened, however, because of the so-called kneel-down. Uh, let's get your thoughts about Jerry Jones' post-game comments about his own team and what Mike Pence did in Indianapolis, which is where tonight's Raw is, after what happened during the 49er Colts game.
1: I read about it on them and
0: Yes. Stupid. Yes. I would, I would agree. I, I believe I would agree 100%. I think it was stupid, too. I would agree. And I think it was childish. I thought it was immature. I thought it was showing, once again, how a little crybaby needs his rattle, if you will. It's just, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's getting Ever way out of hand. Since
1: Trump's and, become president.
0: Yep. And. There's more uh, controversy that follows, yes, indeed, no doubt about it, no doubt about it, indeed. Uh, speaking of California, ladies and gentlemen, of course, our, our thoughts and prayers are with that state right now. Apparently, however, over the weekend, wildfires broke out up there in Wyan country of Napa, Sonoma, in that region, however, and they are still raging out of control as we speak. However, as of this morning, we understand over 2,000 businesses and homes have been damaged, however, and possibly lost. Uh, John, this is a very crucial blow for the wine country region of San Francisco and Napa. And, of course, all of our thoughts and prayers are with those people as well. Certainly no question about it. It has been a very, very tough ordeal to deal with over the last few days, however, and we are definitely saying prayers for those people there in Northern California this morning. Uh, 1-724-444-7044 one This is Monday, October 9, 2017 Ladies and gentlemen, for episode number 112 of Raw Radio. Usually we have a three-man team, but because of a little bit of a uh, minor issue, however, it'll be short for a couple weeks. However, hopefully we'll have some guests on later on this afternoon, including our good friend Inel Patel. Also, hopefully the Black Widow will stop by, and hopefully maybe Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, will swing by as well. Of course, don't forget, tomorrow night we'll be joining you at 7 p.m. with the Wrestling Revisit at 139925, excuse me, 6 Pound, where Gerard T. Smith and I will be back in the time machine. I'm sure Gerard, after having a big Thanksgiving meal, will have a lot to say, of course, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, on Wrestling Revisit. And then at 9 o'clock, we'll be recapping Raw as well as last night's telling a Cell which we'll be doing also here today, ladies and gentlemen, coming up tomorrow night on Revolution, 138055-Pound for episode number 3. And this Wednesday, folks, History in the Making will be made as number 400, yes, folks, 400 for Revolution will be made this Wednesday night. And we will be talking more about that very historical episode here throughout the afternoon here or tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to check that out here on TalkShoe.com. A couple other notes to talk about very quickly. How, of course, speaking of San Francisco, of course, former New York Giants and San Francisco 49er quarterback Abraham Y.A. Tittle passed away early this morning at the age of 90. Our thoughts and prayers are with the Tittle family, of course. Of course, he played 15 years in the NFL, including 10 with San Francisco back in the 50s. He is best known, however, for the photograph from 1963 when the Pittsburgh Steelers absolutely reamed him in old Pitt Stadium in Pittsburgh, however. and He went down on one knee and was basically cut open during that game. Nevertheless, of course, Tittle, of course, is a Hall of Famer, of course, with the 49ers and in the NFL. And our thoughts and prayers are definitely with Tittle's friends and family here today how as we lost a true football legend also this past week however we lost comedian Ralphie may who suddenly lo- uh, lo- uh, we lost on Friday night at the age of forty four however a cardiac arrest uh, a great man who was on last man comic standing back in the day certainly our thoughts and prayers were with friends and family of Ralphie may how as uh, I know a few people have seen him up close and personal and Out off uh, the comedy circuit, he reminded you a little bit between Chris Farley and John Belushi, but he had such a great heart. And unfortunately, however, it was, I believe, a heart attack that did him in, sadly, at the age of 44. And of course, our thoughts and prayers are with definitely Mr. May's friends and family today. Uh, Some baseball news to report, of course. This afternoon, we got got Game 3 of the AL Division Series going on right now between Houston and Boston. And we are getting updates on that game as we speak. It is the top of the fifth inning. It is 2 1 Houston right now in the fifth. Of course, John Farrell got ejected early in the game uh, for fighting balls and strikes with the umpire. Later on this afternoon, John will be keeping us up to date before 5 o'clock with the Washington Nationals Cubs game. Of course, that series is going back to Chicago at 1 all. Of course, tonight we got Monday night. It'll be 4 08 p.m., that game will be, I believe. Okay. And that'll be on CBS, so you will be keeping us up to date with that till 5, hopefully. Uh, tonight, of course, being out of Chicago, the Chicago Bears and the Minnesota Vikings will be playing Monday Night Football tonight there in the Windy City. So I believe Chicago will be the place to be today. Uh, tonight, 7 o'clock, the Cleveland Indians, after losing one nothing last night to the Yankees, however, hope to close it out with the Yankees before going back home, however, for a little while and resting up, power. Otherwise, they'll be going back to Cleveland for Game 5 of the AL Division Series. Of course, the Tribe up two games, one in that series. And later tonight, however, it'll be an interesting matchup between you, Darvish, and Zach Greinke in Arizona at 10 o'clock, live from Chase Field in the Valley of the Sun, Phoenix, Arizona, if you will, as the LA Dodgers will be playing host to the D-backs. The Dodgers could bring out the brooms tonight, if you will, Howard, and sweep out the snakes, if you will. They are up two games to none in that series, Howard. So, folks, definitely an uh, action-packed day of uh, baseball galore, and we will definitely be keeping you up to date. Uh, one final note, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to birthdays and dates from John, of course, uh, you uh, wrestling fans, this Friday night at the Grape- uh, excuse me, Grapevine Mills Mall at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh J.R. will be signing his new copy of Slobberknocker, ladies and gentlemen, at the Books a Million stores. So folks, they will only have three hundred copies of this book. So if you're there in the grapevine area However, this Friday night, however, be sure to get your autograph signed by the Boomer Sooner himself, one of the greatest announcers in wrestling history, good old Jr. Jim Ross, former WCW and WWE announcer. So, folks, that is going to be very interesting to watch. Uh, in the meantime, right now, we're going to turn it over to John, who has our birthdays and dates from Saturday till today. So let's go to him right now with that before we talk about what happened last night in Hockey Town, USA with Hell in the Cell. John, go right ahead.
1: All right, 1979, the spoiler, Vidal Hakon to win the NWA American heavyweight title. Yes. 1984,
0: in a tournament final, Wahoo McDaniel
1: beat Manny Fernandez to win the vacated NWA United States title.
0: And I believe this was the same Manny Fernandez, I'll have to check, however, who used to play for the no-name defense of the Miami Dolphins back in the 70s, folks. So, very interesting note there.
1: 1988, Rockin' Robin beat Sensational Sherry to win the WWE Women's Championship.
0: And we have something about her in just a little bit we'll talk about involving Rockin' Robin, too.
1: She remained champion until the belt was deactivated in February of 1989. That's right. Or 1990. Mm-hmm. 1996, in the Monday Night Wars, WCW beat WWE as. WCW scored a 3.5, and WWE Monday Night Raw scored a 2.1. Huh.
2: 2000,
1: the first episode of Women of Wrestling aired in first-run syndication. Hmm. In the main event, Terry Gold won a 20-women battle royal to become the first WOW world champion. Hmm. 2001, Shocker beat Vanilla 3 to win the CMLL World Light Heavyweight Championship. Yes. That same day, we lost the WCCW star. Yes. Chris Adams.
0: Yes gentleman, Chris Adams, uh, who, along with Gino Hernandez, uh, formed a unique tag team back in the 80s. And also, Chris Adams at one time was also a WCW Saturday Night guy and part-time WCW jobber in the 90s. He also uh, was the one, I think, who got uh, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin into the wrestling business, too. All
1: right. 2004, Carlino defeated John Cena to win the WWE United States Championship. Yes. 2007, WWE No Mercy was held in Rosemont, Illinois, in front of 1,500 fans. Hmm. Vince McMahon and William Regal awarded the vacated WWE Championship for Randy Orton. Yes. In the first match of the night, Triple H beat Orton to win the title. That's right. Uh, Beth Phoenix won the WWE Women's Title. Yes. And Batista beat the Great Collie in the second Javi prison match to retain
0: the World Heavyweight
1: Championship.
0: Yes, that is correct.
1: That was the last time they used that until its return this year in July. Yes. And Randy Orton was able to win back the WWE Championship. That is correct. Also, if I recall, there was a Pete contest between Matt Hardy and MVP.
0: I think you're right. That sounds right to me, yes.
1: Yeah. 2011, Kevin Douglas beat Chase Owens to win the vacated NWA World Junior Heavyweight Championship. Hmm. Huh. 2015, Keith Carter partnered a third band Matt Hardy from appearing on Impact Wrestling for a month. And also forced Matt to vacate the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Hmm. On that same day in NXT, Ben Balor and Samoa Joe won the Dusty Reds Tag Team Classic Tournament. Asuka made her NXT debut as she beat Dana Brooks. Yes. And in the first ever Iron Woman match, Bailey beat Sasha Banks to retain the NXT women's title, and that was the first women's match to headline a major WWE event.
0: That's right, because I remember a few months before they had had that great match, which was the semi-main event in Brooklyn. Oh.
1: Happy birthday to SmackDown star, Aiden English, 30 years old. Yes. Rhino, 42 years old. Former WWE Demons champion, Caitlyn. 31.
0: In fact, they're talking they're about Kaitlyn. They said that she has actually been working out lately and she's talking about making a comeback to the WWE, I hear.
1: Well, and and
0: i tell you, I just saw a picture down. of her. I just saw her not too long ago, a picture of her online on Facebook, however, in the fitness center. And I'll tell you what, though. I mean, it's like she's slimmed down, but she's still got a bot on her. YOW. That's all I can say. Y-O-W. YOW. Right. Who else we got? Was is that it for Saturday?
1: That's it for Saturday.
0: Okay, one more birthday we do want to point out. Malia Hoska turned 68 on Saturday, believe it or not, however. And like you said, Chris Adams, of course, was 46 years old when he was shot to death, tragically, in October of one. His longtime friend did shoot him, but later said it was ruled to be in self-defense. That reminds me similar to, like, the whole Bruiser Brody uh, thing back in 88, if you remember. I mean, that's just – I don't get that at all, you know? All right, let's go to Sunday.
1: All right. 1990, Jerry the King Lawler beat Austin Idols to win the vacated USWA Unified World Heavyweight Championship.
0: I do recall that, yes.
1: 1991, the York Foundation beat Big Josh, Dustin Rose, and Tom Sink to win the WCW World Sixth Man Tag Team Championship.
0: And Big Josh, of course, to you all is Matt Bourne, going the clowny Wheel who, uh, was also known as the Maniac Matt Bourne back in the day in Portland Wrestling in the 80s. His father, Tough Tony Bourne, was a, uh, I believe, tag team partner and a rival of the late Gino Morella, a.k.a. Gorilla Monsoon.
1: 1999, Tammy Lynn Fitch was interviewed by an off-camera Paul Heyman. Yes. Now, during the interview, Fitch talked about
0: women in the business
1: using drugs in order to stay in shape. Huh.
0: And look what's but happened. That's the death
1: of Louis Capoli Yeah. After he overdosed on soma and
0: why. Right. And look what's happened to her in the last ten plus years since. You know. I know. Dad. I
1: think ACW received a great deal of criticism for the interview.
0: I do remember that. Yes, that's right. I do recall that. Yeah, you're right. 2001
1: on Raw, Stone Cold beat Kurt Angle when the WWE champion. Also, the Hardy Boys beat Booker T and Tess to win the WCW Tag Team title.
0: Yes, I'll be right back. Keep going. All
1: right. 2001, Pookie Misto defeated Masuki Nari to win the IWGP Team Junior Heavyweight Championship. Kishizawa would defend the title under the name Gendo Kishan.
3: I'm
0: back. Sorry, you were saying... Go ahead.
1: <laughs> I was saying Japanese. Okay. Because there was a Japanese name. Okay. 2005, in a title versus title match, Black Tiger beat Tiger Mask. Retain the NWA Junior Heavyweight Championship and also win the IWGC Junior Heavyweight title. Hmm. 2006, WWE No Mercy was held in Raleigh, North Carolina. That was a SmackDown exclusive
3: pay per view. Hmm. Something to think about, that.
1: Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you fine. Keep going.
1: 2007, Hiroshi Tama- Tanahashi <laughs> defeated Yuji Nagata to win the IWGP Heavyweight Title. Hmm. On Impact in 2009, The Amazing Red beat Samoa Joe to win the TNA Hex Division
2: Championship. Yes. Breakback.
3: Right hmm. Breakback.
1: Right Tommy and Kent uh, beat Magnus and Samoa Joe to win the THC Tag Team titles. Low Key beat uh, Prana Fushi to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Two former WWE stars, Lance Archer and Xavier Boyd Smith Jr. beat Ken Koji to win the IWGP Tag Team Championship. And the world-class tag team beat Akushi Katochi and Datsu Karada to win the GHC Junior Heavyweight Tag Team title. Uh happy birthday to seven-time WWE Intercontinental Champion, The Miz. Yuck. <laughs> he turned 37 years old. I know, JD. Yes. Yeah. Former R.O.H. World Tag Team Champion... Dave lot who was 43 years old, and Paul Virgil turns 38 years old.
0: Yes, Power and Paul. Today would
1: have and Sunday would have been the 51st birthday for AAA Hall of Famer Art Paul.
0: Yes, the Love Machine. Eddie Guerrero's old teammate, Tower, where he developed the frog and We'll be talking about Eddie here in just a second, because today's a little somber day, too, as we go to Monday. But before we do, John, a quick reminder, ladies and gentlemen, this Wednesday night, of course, as we mentioned, of course, we will have a very exciting revolution show for you. But before that, at 6.30 p.m., check out the latest politics, music, and movies, as well as sports news, Tower with myself and Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, 141387, with Outside the Ropes, ladies and gentlemen. And at 8 o'clock, the debate table will be open once again. It's George Smith, the Blackwood myself and whoever else comes on the line will be there. However, the caller ID is one three nine nine two five pound. Be sure to check that out this coming Wednesday night. Of course, Thursday night, meanwhile, we'll have top peel for you beginning at seven PM with a very exciting show, one four oh five six two pound. And at nine o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, Wolfpack Radio will be back on the air with one three eight five two one pound. So definitely check out those shows the next couple of days. John, let's go to uh now today. Uh-huh.
1: 30, 35 years ago today, Dick Bockwinkle, the auto one, to win the AWA World Heavyweight title, and that was in Chicago. Where he held the title for the next 501 days before he was beaten in Japan by Jumble the Soccer. Huh. 21 years ago today, New Japan Pro Wrestling presented. New Japan from the Tokyo Dome in Tokyo, Japan. About 67,000 fans were in attendance for the interprofessional event.
3: Huh.
1: 16 years ago today, Billy Kidman beat Xbox to win the WCW Cruiserweight title in Mobile, Alabama. Illinois. Huh. Um, 15 years ago today, Six Pots would win the vacated TNA exhibition title in a ladder match. 13 years ago today, in Sasaki Sasaki, the Yuki Kusita won the IWGT heavyweight title.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm still here. Yeah, go ahead. I'm listening.
1: Twelve years ago today, WWE presented No Mercy from the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas.
0: Which is where we'll be next month for NXT TakeOver, the War Games, as well as Survivor Series, Raw and SmackDown.
1: Yep. Randy Orton and Cowboy Bob Orton beat The Undertaker in a handicapped pass. pass. But, before, but after that match, I
3: think,
0: Sandy,
1: you might have recalled what happened. Yes. Want me to tell you? Please do. After that match, the Orton lit the casket on fire.
0: That's right.
1: <laughs> that was the Orton's downfall, fall.
0: Yes, it would.
1: And Batista beat Eddie Guerrero to retain the World Heavyweight title. And sadly, this is Eddie's last pay-per-view.
0: event.
1: And his last birthday he would ever have to celebrate.
0: Yes, very sad. Very, very sad. He would be gone a month later at the age of 38, yes. Today would have been his 50th birthday.
1: Eleven years ago today... Kurt Angle made his TNA debut. Yes. Fought with Samoa Joe.
0: Who I heard might be back in a couple of weeks, I'm hearing now.
3: Go on.
1: Kurt said that he wasn't fired from WWE. He quit. He said Vince McMahon skipped his Olympics. You know what? Yes. But. May... Uh, Go ahead. Where he is right now, back
0: together with me. Well, it took ten years to kiss and make up, shall we say? And we saw what happened earlier this year when he returned, if you will.
1: Seven years ago today, Paul Heyman launched the Heyman Hustle YouTube channel.
0: Have you ever watched any of those at all? No. I watched one or two. They're not bad. It's sort of like what Miz used to do back in the day with Miz and Morrison when they were doing the uh, Dirt Sheet. It's good. It's decent. I mean, he's had a lot of big things. and the president on. I know he had Stone Cold on about two months ago, and then I think he had Dean Malenko on or Taz. He's had it on Taz a few times. It's pretty good.
1: Yeah. Um. Six years ago today, AAA presented heroes. Immortals V from Arena Monterey in Monterey, Mexico. Um, Tommy me, yeah,
3: Sting to a no contest. Yes. Uh, happy 36th birthday to
1: Daniel Pewter.
0: Yes. A guy who <laughs> was who was actually at one time trying to break his name into the business. I remember. Yep.
1: Yeah, but he was chopped by Chris Benoit, Hardcore and Eddie Guerrero in the 2005 Royal Rumble match.
0: Oh, I remember that. Yes, that was brutal. Just a poor pewter. Yes, poor, poor. But poor I always
1: had to run. He ran his mouth, and then look what his mouth cost him.
0: Exactly. A good chance at a career. Yep. Mhm.
1: Happy 45th birthday to Stevie Richards.
0: Yes, dancing Stevie. Yes. Forty-six. Yes, of the BWE. He is a
1: 21 time WWE hardcore champ.
0: And uh, he also uh, was, of course, known as uh, a member of the BWO, the Blue Meanie, and Hollywood Nova, of course, we know. And also a member, I think he was also a member of the Mexi Cools for a time, I think. But I, if not, I know he was a member of the BWO team and a member of Ravens' flock, if you will. Yeah.
1: And, and uh, Steven Steve Richards in 2011 pitched a perfect game on MLB 2K11.
2: Huh. There you go.
0: Under past
1: circumstances, it would have netted him a million dollars.
0: Huh. Interesting. Interesting. But the
1: contest didn't start it at the time he did
0: it. Oh, man. Yikes. Wah, wah, wah. Nice. Nice. That was you doing that? What Yes, it was. And we
1: happy have... 85th birthday yeah. to Yvonne Jean LaBelle.
0: Yes, the wife of Jean LaBelle, of course, uh, famous promoter in California. Yes, of course, early And last... like you
1: said, today would have been the 50th birthday of Eddie Guerrero.
0: And also, a uh, happy birthday to Rockin' Robin today, too. It's her birthday, 53. The sister of uh, Jake the Snake Roberts and sister-in-law of uh, and uh my and sister of Mr. Michael C. M. Houston, one of our very good friends here on the Radio Network, is like I said, her birthday's today, fifty three years old. So uh I think that's all we got, right?
1: Yep that is.
0: All right. That well, is, you'll have yep. to you'll definitely have to add those to our uh on this day in history page as well as any other news you got. You can add that right now if you feel like it. Uh thank you very much, John. One seven two four 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 four. 7044 Caller ID one three eight pounds This is episode 112 of Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen, of course, for Monday, October the 9th, 2017. Of course, we're keeping an eye on that uh, big baseball game there this afternoon while we're doing this. However, of course, the big story, of course, as we said, is the Houston Astros are playing the Boston Red Sox right now in Fenway. Of course, yesterday, the Red Sox got back to within a game of that series by beating the Astros, if you will, however... Ten to three, and now they are up three to two. We understand in the last of the fifth inning. So that is the story right now. We will definitely be watching this very, very carefully. But in the meantime, folks, are, we're gonna. Let me turn that down sorry about that we're going to talk now about uh, last night's hell in the cell and give you our take however, as we break down each match individually and tell you uh, what we thought of it uh, before we get into the breakdown of the matches however overall, I got to ask John John, what was your early impression of last night's show?
1: I mean the two hell in the cell matches were great yes I mean every I think every match with the exception of. And roots
0: was great. Yeah. Well, like I said, there was some I liked and there's some I didn't like, and we'll talk more about that as we break it down for you. So let's get into it right away and tell you what happened, of course, last night with Hell in the cell. Of course, as you know, last week, of course, prior uh to the show, we gonna point out that last week, of course, we lost some big names this past last week, including Tom Petty, who we broke on the news last week, However, towards the end of Raw Radio, how but did not hear about yeah. till Tuesday morning.' It was we, sad. Yes, very sandy sixty six years old, he went sixty seven in a couple weeks. We also lost Lance Russell last week a voice of Memphis wrestling for forty plus years at the age of ninety. Of course, he was buried this past weekend. so definitely uh, a very crazy week to say the least. Anyway, the show of course, was emanating live last night from the brand new little Caesars arena in hockeytown, USA, Detroit, Michigan. sixteen thousand two hundred and six packed into the venue. a pretty good crowd last night if you will, to make its debut in the brand new Little Caesars Arena. As a result, the pre-show matchup uh, started out with the Hype Bros, Mojo, and Zach Raleigh taking on Chad Gable and Benjamin. Benjamin and Gable end up winning in 10 plus minutes. Uh, I got to ask you, John, point blank, how your thoughts about uh, Hype Bros uh, losing this one and giving Gable and Benjamin the win. It looks like uh, they were trying to split up the Hype Bros, and uh, they kind of teased it a little bit more last night, like they have been as of late. It looks like the Hype Bros are right Can now. Did it
1: get any worse with the Hype Bros? I mean, yeah. Ever since Mojo Rowley's won
0: the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, yeah, he's he's gone backwards. he gone, yeah. He's been flound- floundering. Yeah, I would agree. Oh, I would definitely agree. I mean, he has been floundering, no question about it. I mean, he has been going backwards rather than forward i mean when zach Ryder came back from that injury you thought this team was going to be challenging teams like american alpha you thought maybe the usos maybe the new day instead they're kind of just falling backwards however i agree and it's just it's unfortunate however and it's very sad to say the least however but we'll see what happens tomorrow night ladies and gentlemen on SmackDown Live, of course, as we mentioned, of course, uh, right now, apparently, however, the Hypros are going back, however, and Gable and Benjamin are starting to uh, make some noise, if you will, in the tag division. They're making some very interesting noise, are in that tag division. They could be challenging, possibly, the New Day or the Usos for that tag belts down the road, and we'll have to wait and see what happens. But uh, that being said, uh, time will tell. Uh, up next, of course, was our first match, as we said, the Usos and the New Day, if you will. And that led us to our opening match of the night. The street fight that it was, however, instead it was in Hell in a Cell. It hit a Kofi, of course, mind you, however, and Big E Langston. Or should I say Big E and Xavier Woods. Kofi was on the outside, mind you. uh, Taking on Jimmy and Jay. The Usos, of course, end up winning again in 20 minutes. But the story here was the weapons they used. They had uh, tables. They had Singapore canes, however, or kendo sticks, if you will. They had uh, instruments, the uh, trombones, if you will, of different colors, the rainbow variety, the uh, purple trumpet. I mean, it was it was a street fight. It was a downright street fight brawl, however. And I, I, I found have, symbols. Symbols, right? I've got out symbols. You're right. Yeah. I mean, everything in musical inclined. It was just it was in this match. And like I said, these four guys had some great matches. And last night, I don't think they disappointed us. However, by having again a very good match, I mean they showed why that they are very, very talented in the ring, whether it be three on two or two on two. However, the fans, I think, definitely enjoyed this as the opening match of the night. However, and I think this was a good result. As a result, I told you the Usos were going to get the belts back in in your predictions last week, along with Fonzie, And I think uh, even Chad said last week, how that the new uh, last night and last week, how the new day were going to find a way to hold on the belts. Well, unfortunately. I say Uso, and you say, oh, well, Uso comes through once again by winning the belts here. Uh, your thoughts about this matchup?
1: I I enjoyed that match. I mean, you couldn't have picked a better way to start the show than these four-two four, teams.
0: No question. No question. And I mean... I guess, <laughs> To me, they remind me of sort of like the Rock and Roll Express and the Midnight Express. I mean, they've had great chemistry. They've had good matches on house shows, on pay-per-view, on TV, on non-TV, like I said, in the arenas. However, I mean, they've been really doing very well, however. Now, wait a
1: minute. Wait a minute. What's that? I like to refer to, that to um, the Vaughn Aarons and the Freebirds.
0: Yeah, it's sort of like that, too. I was thinking that, you know, you're going better than me. Yeah, I would kind of agree it's like the Freebirds and the Von Eric's, no question. I mean, it has been very good, no question about it, however. No question about it. I would agree there, however. It has been that way. Uh, uh Just a second here. I'm just working on some stuff here. I would agree it has definitely been like the Freebirds and Von Erichs of the 80s. No doubt about it. These two guys have had some teams that have had great chemistry, no question about it. Speaking of chemistry, that leads us to our next match, of course, ladies and gentlemen, which was, of course, Randy Orton taking on Rusev, who was not with Aiden English on this night, however, even though Aiden English was on the pre-show, if you will, however. As a result, the Viper ended up winning here, however, and once again, Rusev came up a little short, however. Your thoughts about this one?
1: Yeah, Rusev did come a little short again.
0: Yes. Would you say right now that this feud between these two guys are pretty much done with? Because, I mean, you think about it. I mean, I mean, it's it's been very interesting to see what uh, these two have done over the last few weeks. But overall, Howard, it just seems like they have not had the great chemistry that they've had, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I think this feud is over.
0: Yeah, I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree. No question about it. Up next, of course, the U.S. title matchup, of course. And this is where John and I had a little bit of a bet going on in this one. He took the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. I took... The Lone Wolf, Baron Corbin, but what we didn't see was that the perfect 10-10-10 Ty Dillinger threw his weight into this matter after convincing Daniel Bryan earlier in the day to be making this a triple threat match. As a result, Baron Corbin ends up winning the belt here by defeating both AJ and Ty, but afterward, AJ said, however, on Talking Smack, he is demanding a rematch, and he will get it coming up tomorrow night on SmackDown Live in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, John, I told you the Lone Wolf was going to come through in this one, however. i got to ask you your thoughts about this one. This one was pretty entertaining, I thought, with these three. Good
1: triple threat match, I must say.
0: Yes. I mean, like I said, I
1: knew they were going to add Dillinger in it, and
0: they did. Yes. And could we say right now, for the time being, however, they're going to keep the belt on uh, as far as for a little while at least, and maybe towards the end of the year, going into the new year, With Corbin, do you think A.J. finds a way to get the belt back, however, maybe tomorrow night? I mean, right now I'm thinking they're going to give Corbin a little bit of a run, if you ask me.
3: Yeah, that's possible.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely have to wait and see. We'll definitely have to see. But like I said, I will give Ty Dillinger some credit, though. I mean, he definitely – not some. I should say give him a good bit of credit. I mean, he definitely held his own last night, no doubt about it. He gave it his all with Corbin and uh, A.J. But at the end of the night, however, the perfect 10 did not score 10s all around the board. However, he did come up – Maybe about 9, 9.5, 9.7 He was darn close to winning that belt However, but at the end The lone wolf comes through And now he is the new U.S. champion And unfortunately, however, Mr. Phenomenal And AJ Styles is no longer the champ But again, tomorrow night we're going to have to wait and see Because right now, AJ has demanded to Daniel Bryan I want a rematch and I'm going to use it right now However, no matter what, however And I'm going to take my chances here So tomorrow night we're definitely going to see a rematch With those two Up next, of course, it was the women's matchup, and this was, to me, the disappointing match of the night, by far. Bigger than Orna Russo. This was, by far, the biggest disappointment of the evening. Charlotte Flair did defeat Natty, however, by DQ. We did not see a cash-in, unfortunately, but we did see Natty attack the leg of Charlotte Flair. however, And it looks like Charlotte might be out of action for a while, depending on how bad the injury is. It looked like she was really hurt, however, we couldn't tell if it was legit or not. We still are waiting to get updates on that whole story. Uh, John, let's get your take on this one. To me, this was the biggest disappointing match the entire night by far. I know. Uh, anything else you want to share with us about this one? I mean, anything else you want to add, maybe? Uh,
1: I'm lucky that uh, Carmella didn't cash in.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm very glad they didn't do that. I thought that, that was a smart thing to do, because if she would have cashed in on that last night, you know that Michelle, not just Michelle, but myself, about everyone here would have gone just totally crazy. I mean, they would have gone absolutely, uh, like I said, however, they would have absolutely gone absolutely nuts, however. So, unfortunately, that is not the case, however. They've decided, however, for the time being, however, they will not be uh, doing a cash-in at the moment, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, you never know. Like I said, you never know. Uh, we could see it happen possibly down the road, however. But right now, however, for the time being, it looks like that Carmela is not gonna cash in whatsoever. Up next, of course, was a very interesting uh, match in itself, however, and I'm just uh doing something here, so please bear with me here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying to get this done while I'm working on this, however, uh currently however it was the Jinder Mahal Nakamura match next, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's what the next match was that am I right on that, John?
1: Uh yes.
0: Okay. And once again apparently Jinder the bully, however, with his brothers, if you will, the Sing goons, if you will, however, got tossed out by referee Charles Robinson. Nakamura tried to cash in, however, not once but twice with a Kinshasa. He hit it the first time, however, but at the end of the night, however, it came up a little short, however, on that. However, as a result, however, uh, you still see Jinder Mahal on top of the ladder holding that belt high, however, and as a result, he ended up winning here in about 12 minutes. This was actually five seconds shorter than the Charlotte and Italia match if you looked at the time. Charlotte and Natty went 12 minutes and 15 seconds, or you know, 12 and a quarter minutes. This one went over 12 minutes, just short of 12 and a quarter minutes, Hour involving Jinder and Nakamura. And then, of course, Corbin won the U.S. belt, as I said, in about 19, near 19 and a quarter minutes, just short of a minute and a half, less than 30 to 35 seconds, short of 20 minutes. Uh, let's get your thoughts out. I mean, I already got your thoughts about Jinder and Nakamura, right? Uh, No. Okay, let's go to your thoughts on this one.
1: Well, it's another fucking craft by Vince McMahon wanting Jinder Mahal to stay on top.
0: Yes, unfortunately, you're right, yes. And, uh, of course, uh, we do know that, uh, unfortunately, however, uh, this past weekend, Jinder, of course, was doing some promotional work for the company over in New Delhi, because apparently Flew over there, however, to hype up the shows there. They'll be coming up in December in, uh, I believe, New Delhi and most of India. But as a result, uh, I just think it's ridiculous, however, that they continue to make gender hold on to the belt this long. I would love to see someone else just take that belt and shove it right down there where the sun doesn't shine. But you know what? How are they looking to ride this thing as long as they can? Uh, I think, in my opinion, and I hate to say this, I've talked about this, I talked about, this about a month, month after. a month, I uh, I don't know. Do we hear? Some? No, I think. No, why?
1: I'm uh, just wondering.
0: No, I was checking. I was seeing if we heard something too. Yeah, but like I said, I just think that Vince has got to sit down somehow, some way. However, at this point, and really decide, however, what the heck's going on? Because I mean, I don't know what he's thinking by having Jinder hold on to this belt. Jinder's been holding the belt since May. Like I said, and here it is, uh, literally three or four months later, and like I said, I mean, I think they've lost their way, truth be told, Howard, and this is my opinion, I think they have really lost their way, however, with, uh, Jin, or not Jin, with Nakamura. I mean, Nakamura has not done anything that has really just stood out for me since he came up to the roster. I mean, he's trying, don't get me wrong, he's given a, a good effort, I will give him that, but at the end of the day, it just seems like the fans, I mean, I mean, are only into his entrance, and then afterward, it's like, That's it, you know. We have nothing else for you to do. I mean, we give you a nice pop and an entrance. And, of course, we heard what Jinder did a couple couple weeks ago, or last week. He uh, ripped on a freaking, uh, what was it? Um,
1: Nakamura.
0: Yeah, Nakamura, thank you. Uh, When he called him Mr. Miyagi. I think it was a couple weeks ago he called him Mr. Miyagi. And that kind of got some heat, you know. But at the same time, I just don't see why Vince is continuing to shove Jinder down our throats, you know. I'm just getting tired of seeing it every week. I'm getting tired of hearing, oh, Oh, you got the Sing Bros, and we are representing the modern-day Maharaja. It's like, it's like the modern-day meatball or meathead, because he is a meathead. And, and like I said before, I mean, I know a lot of people agree to disagree with me and my thoughts on this, but, I mean, this is just my opinion. I'll stand by it. And if you have a problem with it, you can take it up with me on Facebook or here on the show this afternoon or whenever you can message me, too. Is it me, and I know we've talked about this before, but is it me, but does it show more and more, however, that freaking Gingers on something? Like, steroids. I mean, he has to be. He has yeah. to be, um. I mean, every week, Howard, it seems like he's getting a little bit bigger, and a little more tougher, however. It's just, I, I don't get that. I'm sorry. I mean, in my opinion, how it's just, I don't get it. I really, really don't get it at all. And it's just, right now at this point, I think they've got to do something by testing him or something. I just don't get it. I think it's ridiculous. I don't know why they haven't done anything by testing him yet. It's just, it's just, it's really ridiculous. So, In my opinion, they've got to do something with him, however. Either have him take a test or something like that, or just do something else. It's just, it's ridiculous. It really, really is. So, unless they have something planned for him, however, to keep him holding on to the belt this long, however, then so be it, you know. But at this point, however, I just, I don't know. I just don't think they've got anything else planned for him at this point to do, referring to Nakamura. Unless they're going to have one more match with him at Survivor Series with him. But at this point, I don't know who else is going to go after that belt anytime soon. I don't think anyone's going to stop him at this point before the year's up. But we'll have to wait and see. Up next, of course, was the semi-main event, if you will. Bobby Roode versus Ziggler. The I heard that
1: bark in a long time.
0: What, what bark is that? that was,
1: yeah, I think it's your dog. Yeah,
0: it's my, yeah my dog's barking. My brother-in-law just got here, yes. Uh, but anyway, the glorious one, Bobby Root of course, comes through, however, the big win. But the story here is what happened involving, however, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph, of course, came out to no music, and it looked like he was going to mock Bobby Root's intro. Instead, he didn't. He came out to no entrance at all and basically pitched black. I don't know. Is maybe the producers felt like it was time to just cut the crap with Dolph and uh, just cut his music off, at least for this night, Howard, or they just said, finally, we've had enough of your shenanigans, Howard. we're not going to give you a proper intro. What was your take on this match and the intro uh, that happened with Ziggler?
1: Really? Every More and more, WWE are just burying Ziggler.
0: Yes, they are. I mean, he's been burying himself too, when you think about it, with all the crap he's pulled however, with all these people he's making fun of, but yeah, I would agree. I mean, he just, he keeps burying himself. He really does. Um, yep. But, good. Joe, give us your thoughts about the match. Oh, sorry. Good match between Rude
1: and Ziggler, anyway.
0: Yeah, it was okay. I Again, I just, I was not happy with the ending of this one. For some reason, I don't know why. I just, I think that the ending could have been so much better. I think a lot of people were expecting it to be a lot better than it was supposed to be. And the way that handled themselves, how are, back and forth, back and forth with the roll-ups, Howard, and then finally Dolph getting uh, caught in his own—basically got caught with his pin in the cookie jar, no pun intended, however, I think that's what happened, Howard. But afterward, Howard, I mean, I mean, Rude won in a fair way, I think, how are, even though some people might disagree with that, I think it was a fair way he won. But what happened afterward, however, when Dolph hit the zigzag on him, I thought that was stupid. I thought that was totally showing, uh, I wouldn't say class or arrogance, but that just showed that uh, Ziggler was nothing more than a crybaby and a whiner. That just showed him that he's a little whiny little bitch because he couldn't handle getting beat by freaking Bobby Roode. And it seems like not only him, however, he's taken down other guys in the past, like Nakamura and other guys, and he just... He's been so bitter the last six months or so. And yeah, I can understand why he's a little bit bitter, however. I can understand it. But seriously, quit acting like a spoiled little brat, however, and just get over it, you know? Just get over it, you know? I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's just me. But anyway, folks, that now leads us to our main event. And this, folks, did not disappoint any means necessary. No way, shape, how, form. As a result, however... It pitted Kevin Owens versus Shane O'Mac in a false Count Anywhere match. When this match started, folks, it was 5 minutes to 11, and I thought, okay, this will go 10 or 15 minutes, and this will be done quickly about maybe 10 after 11, quarter after 11, 11 15 p.m. No, folks, this went till about 11.40, almost 11.45 p.m. last night, and as a result, it went 39 minutes long. 39 minutes, the longest talent-assault match we've seen in a long time. Uh, the real story here is what happened towards the end. Shane O'Mac was up the cage about 20-25 feet and we saw these guys brought up on the cage earlier in the evening, however, or late in the match. Afterwards, Kevin Owens was put on in one of the announce tables that Shane had put him on. Well, apparently, however, Shane was up there a good 20-25 feet, would you say? Yeah. And the next thing we see, Shane's flying through the air, a la like he did at WrestleMania with The Undertaker, and crashing faster than a Heat-seeking missiles straight down. But the story here is not what happened when he crashed. It's what happened who pulled him out of the, the Kevin Owens out of the way. It was his longtime rival and one-time best friend, his former Ring of Honor mate and NXT rival, if you will, who now looks like he's turning full-blown heel. Mister Ole Ole Ole, one of my favorites of all time, who's been getting buried as of late, and shockingly just. Surprised us all by turning heel, by siding with Kevin Owens, even though Kevin Owens did not see him after the matchup probably, and probably won't know about it until maybe probably tomorrow night on SmackDown Live in Grand Rapids, where I'm sure he'll get a nice reception from the fans booing him, however, and that is KO Kevin Owens. But, John, the story here was Sami Zayn saving, saving Kevin Owens and making Shane crash and burn. We thought Shane was seriously hurt with his neck and back. Afterwards, he held his thumb up. He said he was okay, but you could tell he was bruised and sore, as was Kevin Owens. This was almost reminiscent of Taker and uh, Mick Foley from 98, if not better than Taker and Mick. I thought these two guys absolutely stole the show last night. This was a hell of a fight, and it seems like this war is far, 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 far from oy. over. I mean, oi, yes. And now we're hearing it could be Shane and AJ versus Sammy and KO at Survivor Series in Houston. Let's get your take on this matchup and what Sammy did to save KO. Your thoughts about this one.
1: Oh, man, that was a, that
0: stole the, in my eyes, stole the show. No question, no question. I All mean,
1: right. what a match.
0: Yes, and, it was. I mean,
1: the first Hell in a Cell match was good,
0: yes, but
1: was. the Hell in a Cell was way even better.
0: Oh, yes, I would agree. And, I mean, go you have them
1: on top of the cell. Yep. I mean, I I marked out when they said, oh, my God, they're going to they're gonna do it. They're gonna. They're gonna reenact between Shawn Michaels, what Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker did yeah, that's twenty what Tom, years that's, ago. Right.
0: That's what Tom Phillips said at first. And then, if you remember, Saxton and Corey were uh, when Shane had chaos brought up before he went off the cage. However, I think it was Corey was screaming out loud, screaming somehow, someway. ways like, like, Shane, think this through. them, and then I guess. Saxton said something along the lines of Mick Foley and Taker says this is going to be like Mick Foley and Taker and then Graves is like yelling at Corey freaking Corey's yelling at freaking Saxton he's like shut up Saxton this is career suicide he's thinking he's committing suicide he does this what the hell is he thinking and then like I said the, the, all the reactions and I think the whole crowd was just in awe I mean what happened with the fall but I think they were even more in awe with the shock and turning uh, of events that happened involving Sami Zayn helping KO I mean I, did, I don't think Anyone saw that coming. No one.
1: In many in most hell in a cell matches when both superstars after they make their entrance and they begin to start fighting on the outside. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And normally
1: rarely, like Sasha and Charlotte did last year.
0: Right.
1: You'd see them fight on top of the cell before the bell would ring. Right not this time.
0: Mm-mm. Not
1: this time. And oh. I think the first time they fought on top of the cells, mm-hmm. both superstars ever fought on top of the cells, reminds me of Triple H and Chris Jericho.
0: Oh, yeah. Day. Oh, I forgot about that. You're right, however. You're right, yes. Oh. Yeah. And
1: the way that KO took that bump
0: yeah. from
1: the Spanish announce table Yes. 10 feet, that was
0: awesome. Oh, no question. No question about it. Like I said, I mean, they definitely, definitely give a uh, free, they definitely get an A-plus on my eyes for what they did last night. However, Oh, and ladies and gentlemen, we do have an update, however, now we can report, however, that tonight, however, it will be a triple threat match, however, and the winner will be facing Oscar TLC. It will be Alicia Fox. Taking on Emma. Taking on Nia Jax. So there you go. Another match has been maybe listed for TLC. We could have uh, two matches listed by the end of the night. The Shield versus the new of of Cesaro, and Sheamus versus Roman Dean and Seth. And of course the women's match will be announced possibly tonight as well. So folks definitely stay tuned. They are in Indianapolis tonight, Grand Rapids, Michigan, tomorrow night there at the Van Andel Arena there. Of course, next week they will be out there in Oregon and Portland in the Rose Garden, city of Portland, if you will, out there in the Beaver State, Seattle, Washington, the Emerald State, however, the home of Starbucks, the Space Needle, and of course the 12th Man, the Seattle Seahawk Nation next week. And then in a couple weeks, however, they will be in Green Bay, Milwaukee, Minneapolis. Alright,
1: I'm going to take a little braver, but I'll
0: be right back. Okay, well, John's probably we'll back, though, John. And while John's doing that, let's give you the number again, ladies and gentlemen, one 444 7044 caller ID, 138 pounds This is episode number 112 of Raw Radio. And, ladies and gentlemen, we do have an update now on that baseball game again for you. It is the top of the seventh inning, ladies and gentlemen. And right now, as we speak, the Red Sox, however, are, believe it or not, uh, Charlie Moore did do pretty well to start the game. However, unfortunately, Justin Verlander came in and gave up the go-ahead runs. So, unfortunately, the Bosox Nation is now up a run here in the top of the seventh inning. That series could be tied at 2-2 going back to Houston, ladies and gentlemen. However, depending on what happens this afternoon, of course, we'll be definitely watching that very, very carefully in more ways than one. Also, ladies and gentlemen, some other news to report, of course, earlier today, of course, Chris Forster, the offensive line coach of the Miami Dolphins, is out of a job today after apparently getting in trouble, however, with some uh, substance that was seen uh, through his nose over the weekend. Let's just say it wasn't candy, if you will. And uh, he has now, unfortunately, been given the heave-ho by the Miami Dolphins, however, as of this afternoon, however. So, unfortunately, he is gone as well. Um like we did talk about earlier today, of course, in case you did not hear earlier today, Odell Beckham and, of course, T.J. Watt, of course, are done for the year. Excuse me, Odell Beckham and uh, J.J. Watt, not T.J. T.J., of course, plays for sort the of Pittsburgh Sears. J.J. Watt are done for the year after breaking their legs yesterday in a severe uh, accident, let's just say, in their games, respectively. And, uh, John, I don't know if he's still with us or not, but, John, I don't know if you heard or not, there was a pretty wild college game this weekend that ended up in seven overtimes. Seven overtimes, believe it or not. It pitted the Western uh, Michigan Broncos, taking on the Buffalo Bulls. And uh, as a result, our Western Michigan, ladies and gentlemen, won the game 71-68. to That's right, 71-68 in seven OTs, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. So go figure. Uh, as far as my final thoughts go on Hell in a Cell, I'm going to give this show about a 6.5 out of 10 I did like the main event, however, but again, the matches that I did not like are obviously, okay, John's back on us now, thank you, John, is obviously, of course, the whole uh, Rusev thing and the women's match, I thought those two kind of disappointed me. Uh, John, I just did mention, however, while you were off the line, I don't know if you heard or not, there was a crazy wild game, however, this past uh, Saturday night in college ball. It pitted the Western Michigan Broncos, however, against the Buffalo Bulls, it ended up being a 71-68 game, but the story here was how many overtimes it lasted. It went seven overtimes. Seven, if you can believe that. I mean, that's just crazy. Uh, your thoughts about uh, this uh, whole thing, how our involving the seven-overtime game, and then let's get your thoughts about uh, the pay-per-view. I gave this a six and a half out of ten.
1: Well, I gave this a seven.
0: Okay, so you're going to go a little higher than me. All right, no problem no problem mm-hmm. uh, but uh, your thoughts about the uh, like i said however uh like i said the, like i said the uh, overtime game Listen. uh I
1: don't want to talk about
0: that well that was I crazy see. i mean seven overtimes i mean that that's just crazy to see two teams battling it out at seven overtimes mind you yeah and the other thing i did mention of course just a few minutes ago apparently Miami Dolphins coach Uh, One of their coaches, I should say, Uh, he has been identified as apparently, I'm just trying to find his name. I just saw it a second ago. Oh, here we go. His name is apparently uh, right here on the tip of my tongue. It is, here it is, Chris Forster. He has resigned as of this afternoon due to the fact that he got in a little trouble over the weekend by, uh, well, let's just say, doing something that he wasn't supposed to be doing. Now, And I'm sure you heard about that whole ordeal. So, there you go. Uh, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, we still got less than an hour to go. I know it seems like it's not uh, not even close to 4 o'clock yet, but it is close to 4 o'clock, I know. John, of course, will be keeping us up to date here in just a few minutes, of course, between now and 5 o'clock uh, here for you all this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, as they will be getting started here in just a few minutes, Howard, on uh, TBS. As Max Scherzer and the Washington Nationals, who, of course, got back in the series with the Chicago Cubs, We'll be taking on Carlos Quintana and the Cubbies this afternoon. And that'll be getting the first pitch started there in about 15 minutes there. Then at 7 o'clock, of course, tonight. The Cleveland Indians hope to wrap up the season, or excuse me, the series with the New York Yankees and end the Yankees season, of course, before moving on to the ALCS final, if you will. And then later tonight, we have a great game for you at 10 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. Zach Grenke versus Hugh Darvish in Arizona in Phoenix however, at Chase Field as the L.A. Dodgers are now one win away from going to the NLCS final. They will be awaiting the winner, I'm sure, of Washington and Chicago. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, tonight at 11.30, be sure to check out John's Facebook page on grohs at facebook.com. He will have a lot to talk about, including, I'm sure, the injuries of the NFL, the latest scuttlebutt about the kneel down that happened this past weekend in Indianapolis. But also, folks, I'm sure he's going to get into a lot of talk about the uh, baseball players, his boys are playing this afternoon, of course, with the uh, Cubs. He'll also talk about the aftermath of Hell in a Cell and also of tonight's Raw. Of course, hopefully tonight, folks, Raw is a little bit better uh, than it has been as late. John, we're going to talk about that now, obviously. Last week, of course, however, they were in Denver, Colorado. We did not see Michael Cole there. Unfortunately, he will be back, I believe, tonight unless something comes up, however. Overall, last week's show in the Mile High City, however, for both shows, Kind of was a uh, mixed bag on both, however, but I thought SmackDown was just a little bit better than Raw. Let's get your take of last Monday night's Raw in the Mile High City.
3: You sure about that?
0: Yeah, go ahead.
3: Um, well, Strowman and Raw, I thought, was pretty
1: okay. Mm
2: hmm. So nice.
1: Um,. Now I like it like the bliss, but what she did to Mickey James was a little under
0: her. Yeah. It was Not cool. Right, right. And I'm surprised they have not announced that there's a match between those two tonight. I think they're gonna probably save it maybe till next week, but unfortunately, however, we know that there is one woman's match that has been listed tonight with the winner facing Oscar. Of course we did mention it will be. Well they're 70. they're gonna find a CLC. Who's that? Uh, oh, yeah, like them. oh that's like Mickey James, you're right. And, uh, of course, we'll have another woman's match, of course, as we said, the mighty, uh, what's her name, the, uh, she's had a nickname in NXT, I should know this because I've, I've heard her many times, the, uh, let's say, the the Empress of Japan, there we go, the Empress of Japan, the undefeated Asuka, the longest term champion ever, ladies and gentlemen, will be, of course, in uh, action, of course, making her debut in just a few weeks' time, ladies and gentlemen, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, the home. Of my two very good friends, uh, Mr. Wade Keller, the Pro Wrestling Torch newsletter, and of course my other good friend from ProWrestling.net, Mr. Jason Powell, who I want to give a special shout out to both of those guys today, as I know uh, they will be watching with supreme interest their boys tonight taking on the Bears there, uh, there on ESPN. John, please continue. Um, let's
1: see what
0: Well, we had uh, the good brothers of Gallus and Anderson win against. Uh, the Hardy boys, Matt and, Je- uh, Matt and Hardy and uh, Jason Jordan, of course, Jason, Jeff Hardy this past weekend did have surgery. He will be out at least six to eight months due to this injury. Uh, your take about this?
1: Um, I hope Jeff Hardy's okay.
0: Yes, certainly. I
1: hope he gets it. Yes. Um, And gets back in the ring
0: as fast
1: as he can.
0: Well, it's going to take him a good while, no doubt about it. He's got a long recovery uh, road ahead of him, no doubt about it. Yep. Uh, what about the whole thing with Enzo and the Cruiserweights and Callisto being added to the division? What was your take, however? I didn't buy it. No, I didn't either. I was really disappointed with that because I thought they would have done something else, obviously. And then, yep. of course, we heard about the whole thing with uh, the Miztourage and the Shield. Uh, and we also heard uh, what happened involving uh, Bray White and uh, Sister Abigail and Finn Balor. Uh, let's get your take on the uh, reunion of the Shield and the missed, new Mr. Rosting, and then let's go to Finn and Bray White with uh, Sister Abigail. Your thoughts about these two? I think
1: Finn, I think Sister
0: Abigail
1: mm-hmm. has to be some page.
0: Well, a lot of people are saying it could be Paige. However, some people are saying it could be Ruby, Ride or Ember Moon. Uh, I don't know if that will be true or not. We'll have to wait and see, obviously. Paige, I do know, is on her way back. We understand, of course, at some point. However, we just don't know when she's making a return. Mind you, we'll have to wait and see what happened there. Uh, but uh, it's a very good possibility. Uh, what about the Miztourage Sting, however, as Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel were shown the uh, door, if you will, however... And as a result, they have uh, decided to, uh, well, take a backseat to Cesaro and Seamus.
1: <laughs> I'm glad Roman Reigns taught them a lesson, but
0: Cesaro and
1: Menterage, and yeah, it sets up the reunion of the Shield.
0: And like we said, folks, it could happen as early as tonight, folks. The match could be made official that these six guys will get it on, however, in in Indi- Excuse me, I said Indianapolis. I meant to say Minneapolis. They're at the Target Center, ladies and gentlemen, in a couple weeks, however. Uh, of course TLC will be coming up relatively shortly uh, one other thing to talk about John and this is the big story obviously is uh, what happened at the NXT TV tapings the other night it was announced by Commissioner William Regal that they're bringing an old WCW name back it seems like WWE's uh bringing back a lot of old WCW names of course now we heard Starrcade of course is coming back the Saturday after Thanksgiving, of course, tickets are still on sale. Unless they're already sold out for the show in Greensboro, but now they're bringing back War Games, however, for the Survivor Series weekend. And among the matches that uh, have been listed, however, it will be Roderick Strong teaming up with the Authors of Pain, Ackerman and Rezar, and Precious Paul Ellering taking on Bobby Cole, or excuse me, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and Adam Cole, their new ROH uh, slash NXT faction taking on the group of Sandy of Killian Dane, uh, Eric Young, and uh, Alexander Wolf. What is your thoughts about the War Games returning to WWE?
1: Oh, man, I can't wait for that.
0: That is going to be a great match, I feel. That's going to be one hell of a match. And also, folks, I can tell you right now for the NXT title, however, on that same night, however, it will be a fatal four-way for the Women's Championship, however. It will be Ember Moon with Ruby Riot. Uh, also, it will be, however, Nikki Cross, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, getting a chance to go after the belt for the first time, taking on um, the one who won the May Young Tournament, however. I just saw her name. I'm going to pull it up here. Hold on. I'll tell you in a second here, folks. Uh, she will be in battle as well. In fact, however, let's uh, pull it up right now, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you right now, however, I'm going to tell you the matches that have been listed. All right. And, again, folks, NXT takeover Houston will be coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen. However, in five weeks, however, live from the Toyota Center, however, in Houston, however, and here are the matches that have been listed so far for that show in Houston. As we mentioned, it will be Sanity, Alexander Wolf, Eric Young, Killian Dane taking on the Undisputed Era of Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly. Yes, Adam Cole baby, Cole baby, will take uh, will be in action of the Authors of Pain. Also, it will be Cassius Ono taking on Lars Sullivan. The Velveteen Dream will take on Alistair Black. Uh, Drew McIntyre will take on Andrea Cien with Selena Vega, a.k.a. Thea Trinidad. I believe in that one. That's going to be a pretty good match, folks. And this is the match that I am really looking forward to seeing... Kari Zane, however, that's the one I couldn't think of. However, we'll take on Ember Moon, Nikki Cross versus Payne Royce with Billy Kay in a fatal four-way to determine the next NXT Women's Champion. John, from top to bottom, we've got some pretty good matches heading into Survivor Series.
1: Yes, we do.
0: And like you said, however, I would say right now, the early bets, in my opinion, however, that uh, that match up involving the War Games match is going to be one great match, however. Um... And uh hopefully, uh, like you said, ladies and you know, we will be hearing uh from one of our big name guests here this afternoon. I don't know if uh we have uh, had a chance to hear from him yet or not, but we hope to hear from him relatively shortly here uh like now ladies and gentlemen uh I can also tell you that coming up uh, later this week, I know John's looking forward to hearing this I mean being the, the hockey guru that he is, ladies and gentlemen. However, I know that this uh, coming Wednesday night, John, you're looking forward to this with great anticipation. The first meeting of the year between Sid the Kid Crosby, my Pittsburgh Penguins, will be taking on your boy Mr. Ovechkin, who's already got two hat-tricks early this year, and is leading in points believe around the NHL, will be waging war with one another as the game of the week, ladies and gentlemen. So Pittsburgh and Washington will be back in action, waging war with each other on, I believe, NBC Sports Night game of the week this coming... uh, like I said, this coming Wednesday night there, at the Verizon MCI Center in the nation's capital, and that should be a doozy of a game, folks. That is going to be one heck of a fight. Uh, John, if you want to uh, plug in real quick for the number and the code, and anything else you want to discuss real quick with everyone else, I'll be back in two minutes.
3: All right. one ID 444
1: 7444 I one, three, seven, four, four And the S will be here until 5, or later than 5, who knows?
3: <laughs> Okay,
0: I'm back. All right, thank you very much, Sir John. And ladies and gentlemen, of course, we've got so much more to talk about here in just a few minutes. Hopefully we will be expecting also, ladies and gentlemen, on the line with us in just a few minutes, as we are hoping to get confirmation on this, depending on if he can make it in today, is uh our very good friend, ladies and gentlemen, how our Mr W C W Howard Chad Hinshaw, of course, now in Trinity, North Carolina. Um uh, we'll have to wait and see if he is going to make it in today ladies and gentlemen of course uh, right now he did tell me that he would try to make it in at some point today so folks we are definitely going to be checking that out today and see if he can make it in today uh, John one thing I want to discuss obviously of course uh, what has been going on in the uh, WWE the last couple months of course we know about what's been happening with uh, certain guys being out and everything this and that how our uh, Overall, how I gotta ask you? However, we saw what happened at SummerSlam. We saw what happened at No Mercy. We saw what happened last night at uh, Hell in a Cell. Obviously, a lot has happened. However, right now, are considering what has happened since WrestleMania, what has been your take so far? The way the WWE's been handling their things the last several months. I think
1: WWE's been handling been like on and off, you
0: know. Mm-hmm. Certainly. One
1: minute they write good storylines for Raw.
0: Yes, Yes, certainly, certainly, I would agree, yes I mean, like we said, we've seen what's happened, of course, with a lot of these guys Of course, uh, also we know, of course, uh, we know for a fact that uh, Some of the people uh, also have been uh, injured quite a bit Guys like Samoa Joe, uh, guys like, uh, of course, we mentioned Of course, uh, Zach Ryder, of course, was hurt at one time Uh, But right now, it seems like a bunch of people uh, who are having an off year Case in point, Randy Orton uh, another guy who's had a pretty much up-and-down year, I would say, and has had a real tough go at it this year, and this is just me saying this. I don't know if some people agree with me on this. Maybe you'll agree with me, maybe you won't. Uh, one is, uh, obviously, in the form of the architect, Seth Rollins. It seems like he's lost a step or two, in my opinion, however, this year. And maybe it's just uh, they haven't given proper any good storylines, but uh, at the same time, how we don't really know. How our, uh, your take? I think yeah, I think they should get better. I think yep. everything should be better for, for now. Mm-hmm. Certainly, Hello. Certainly. Uh, Go ahead. It's possible. Yeah. Yep. No question. Yep. Uh, some other stuff, of course, uh, going on, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to talk about, obviously, hella, uh, like I said, of course, uh, we're trying to find out if there's any other good stories right now. I mean... Like I said, John is definitely keep, going to be keeping an eye on uh, that uh, big game for us here in just a few minutes, of course. Uh, I know we keep updating the one baseball game. It seems like that's the only game we got right now. And it is now the middle of the seventh inning, ladies and gentlemen. However, and like I said, it is still currently Boston leading by one run. So there you go, folks. A little bit of a update there for you all. And again, the other games are uh, going on starting uh, here in just a few minutes and later tonight. Um trying to think here. What else is there to discuss? So, of course, we mentioned as we talked about what happened uh, this past week, of course, with uh uh Helena Cell. We talked about some other things going on here. In fact, I'm going to try to pull up some news here if I can, however. Um, let me see here. I just did see something a few minutes ago uh, here, folks. Uh, okay, here we go. We apparently have uh, some an update, ladies and gentlemen, on some new dates on NXT. You know, Triple H just Gave us, however, some new dates, folks. And, folks, uh, hold on to your seats because here we go. NXT will be doing the following shows, ladies and gentlemen. However, first off, however, November 16, however, in Austin, Texas. November 17, however, they will be doing a show in San Antonio leading up to the War Games show the following night on Saturday. So Thursday night, November 16, and also, ladies and gentlemen, however, mind you, they will be doing... um, Thank you. Let me see if I just saw it. However, uh, where is it? However, um, like I said, however, apparently they will be doing shows. However, in Austin, November 16, they will also be doing shows. However, November 17. Now, for you in the Pittsburgh area, ladies and gentlemen. However, mind you. However, here are the dates on that. However, November 30th, they will be doing shows in Pittsburgh, Altoona, Pennsylvania. Uh, December 1st and Bel Air, Maryland. December 2nd. Those tickets will go on sale, however, mind you, for the Pittsburgh, Altoona, and Bel Air shows on the 30th through the 2nd, this Friday morning at 10 in the morning, folks. That's right, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Tickets will go on sale for those shows. Uh, Right now, I'm just checking something here. Uh, uh, I'm just checking here to see how far it is, however. Uh, John, I know it's only about three hours away from, uh, uh, Front World to Bel Air. Uh, I was wondering if you'll be attending that show in December there, possibly, for NXT.
1: Ah, uh, no.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I will be attending the late November show here in Pittsburgh, however, or not. But, uh, hopefully I will. Hopefully, and see what happens. But, uh, one thing I can say about, um, Raw tonight. Apparently, Braun Strowman has tweeted out the following, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, however... He said just a short time ago, however, he is having a simple message tonight, ladies and gentlemen, about tonight's Raw. And he already sent the message a little bit ago saying, quote, I feel like destroying something. So apparently the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Monster Among Men apparently is uh, definitely in one of those moods, folks. And I'll tell you what, folks, you can tell that he is hungry for something, however. Right, and we do know Power what. Power
1: Slam City.
0: Yeah, Power Slam City's right. You're not kidding. Uh definitely he is definitely uh in the mood for something tonight ladies and gentlemen no doubt about it. I'm going to see what happens however. Uh but right now how obviously however um you know that he is going to be in a very foul mood I'm sure. He's going to be very cheesed and uh whoever crosses him I wish them luck because I'll tell you right now however uh, it's going to be a very ugly scene, no question about it. It's going to be a very, very ugly, heated scene there tonight How in Indianapolis. He's Africa. not
1: here for salad. He's not here for breadsticks.
0: He's, He's not even here, here for soup or pasta. He's just here for big T-bone steaks and uh, basically uh, chomping down on them uh, and feasting like uh, Brano burgers, uh, burgers or Brano... Uh, Things, if you will, so yes, folks, uh, the monster among men is definitely going to be ready to go tonight. You can bet on that. Uh, I don't think they've said anything yet what they're going to do with him as far as uh, TLC goes. However, uh, where do you think they're going to do with him? However, as far as TLC goes, because right now I can only imagine where they go from him at this point. I mean, unless you have a big name like say me Samoa Joe, uh, who is supposed to come back very soon. However, I just I can't see him uh, being involved. In him, however. Mind you. I could see that. Yeah, I could too. I could too. But we'll definitely have to wait, however, mind you, however. Uh, so, I mean, time will tell, however. Uh, let's see, what else could be uh, tossed out there? Uh, unless you have uh something you want to toss out for us, please, by all means, go right ahead, However.
3: Um, not really.
0: Mm. Well, folks, I mean we're definitely gonna be on here for another forty five minutes, however. Well in the meantime, however, um we can uh maybe do the old traditional standby. We've done it before many a time, however. And like I said, hopefully uh we'll have some people join us here in a few minutes, however. Uh like I said, however, uh like I said, if you want to give us a call, we'll give you the number again, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Call ID one three eight seven four four pound for Monday, October nine, twenty seventeen. twenty seventeen. Again it is, of course, Columbus Day here in the States. It is Thanksgiving up there in the Great White North of Canada. Again, a very special happy Thanksgiving to, uh, like I said, to our very good friend there in Canada and to all our Canadian neighbors, but especially to our good friend and Canadian neighbor, the King of Kings, the Master of Disaster, Gerard T. Smith, of course, who is celebrating his Thanksgiving Day special today there in the Great White North. Hopefully we'll be hearing from Gerard, however, uh, sometime this week, of course. Uh, We have not heard from him in some time, but hopefully he'll be back with us uh, this week or next week, ladies and gentlemen, However, but hopefully he will be with us here next week, but he will definitely be back, I'm sure, tomorrow night with news and headlines, if you will, of course, with the truly, and then, of course, John, will have your birthdays and dates as well, however. All right, folks, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we are now going to go to the traditional standby and of course John will keep us updated until five o'clock on that game involving the Cubs and Skin I almost said skins. The Cubs and the Nats, if you will, there in Wrigley, which is going on right now. So uh John, keep us up to date on that. But in the meantime, let's go to you, how are with your first fantasy matchup of the day.
1: Alright. Uh, Sammy Zane versus Shane McMahon. <laughs>
0: Well, we talked about this just now, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently, there is rumors going around, and it could become official, maybe as early as tomorrow night, that next month at Survivor Series, it could be a tag match involving Kevin Owens and his longtime best friend and one-time rival Sammy Zayn against Shane McMahon and AJ Styles. Uh, that should be a very, very interesting match in itself. Uh, I have to ask you, who do you like in this one?
1: Uh, Sammy.
0: You know, with Sammy, you know, if it was a street fight, I would say Shane, but it's a straight-up one-on-one match. However, I still think Shane's going to win regardless. How I'm going to go against you on this one. I think Shane has enough to uh, pull out, however, and to beat uh, Sammy. Uh, like I said, even though I like Sammy and I love Sammy, and I've been a fan of his since NXT, uh, I kind of uh, lost a little bit of respect for what he did last night, mind you, helping KO. I mean, I know people say, oh, it's just a story, and it is. I understand. But at the same time, I think uh, Sammy even though they've kind of been burying him for a while, unless they get behind him and start doing things right with him very soon, especially with his new character, then I just can't see uh, Sammy pulling out the victory. But you never know. Okay, very good match, John. I will go next. Uh, Here's a good one here. Uh, We will do... Let's see. Okay. Let me think here. Okay. We're going to do a... Fed versus Fed match, but you will understand what I'm going to go with here. We'll pick one guy from one Fed, and of course the other one from a different Fed. But this time, we'll make it interesting. We'll make it a uh, no holds barred match, if you will, and anything goes. And the two competitors will be, let's see here, I'm thinking here, I'm thinking here. Okay, I got it. For uh, ECW, it will be the Sandman. And for, uh, let's say, hmm. Sandman. Okay. Do we want this? No, I don't. Yeah, I do. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, okay. I got Sam and ECW will take on Dean Ambrose from WWE in a street fight. Do you like in this one? Ambrose. You know, I would take Ambrose too, but you know what? I'm going against you again. I think uh Sam Ann Howard through the canes and the beer and the cigarettes, how I do just enough how to pull out the victory. So, you know what, I'm going to go against you on this one. Whew. Darn it, excuse me, sorry about that. I will take uh, the same man. I'm going to go with the same man on this one. That's my pick. All right, you're up next.
3: Um, let's see.
1: And before I talk about my next match, I want to say uh, it is the, it's It's going to now be the bomb of the first as Chicago and Washington
0: are up zero to zero. All right, thank you very much. We got an update there on the game. Thank you very much, Sir John. Between Chicago and Boston, it is the last, of the first inning there in Wrigleyville this afternoon. Uh, I did hear it was supposed to rain there, but it looks I haven't, had, I don't have the game on. I have not heard what the weather forecast and weatherman has predicted, but uh, hopefully the rain will hold off there in Chicago this afternoon.
1: Yeah, and it's it's not rain. I thought it was going to rain here, but it's not. But it's not.
0: Yeah, it's a little cloudy and overcast here today, too. I mean, it's it's not bad right now, I can say. I mean, it's like 70, 71 here, I think. It's been nice all day. However, it's been not too bad, however. But uh, it's been a little gloomy a little bit today. I mean, it's a little drab, if you will. In fact, uh, I'm going to pull up the weather right now and tell you what it's looking like here, uh, right now here. It is going to be 75 tomorrow, mostly cloudy, uh, scattered rain on Wednesday, and then 68 and 72 on Thursday and Friday. And I think this weekend warms back up again. Uh, to, like, the uh, mid-upper 70s, near 80, and then it cools back down again starting next week. But, uh, yeah, it's supposed to be cloudy tomorrow and Thursday here, like 75 uh, tomorrow, 68 on Thursday, and then a good chance of rain somewhat on Wednesday, however, for the first time here in quite some time. We haven't had any rain here for the last three weeks. And then I think by the weekend it's going to start to clear out again and be halfway decent. So that's the way it looks right now, however. So that's what it looks like. Okay, uh, go ahead. All
1: right. CM
0: Punk versus Chris Benoit. Ooh, that's that that should be an entertaining match in itself. that would be interesting. Okay, uh, give us uh, your take on this one.
1: CM Punk.
0: You're gonna take the best in the world, huh? Okay, very good. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with you on this one. I I really am. I I think CM Punk will win this one. I agree. However, and I'm looking at the weather right now for the next few weeks. And as of now, I mean, this is the way the weather's looking the next few weeks, it looks pretty good here uh, after Sunday here in Pittsburgh. So next week it'll be very cool in the mid-60s, so it won't be too bad next weekend. However, but like I said, today uh, it's supposed to be 75 to 77, so it's not too bad. So there you go. Okay, very good match there, John. All right, I will go with my next match myself. And I will do a very unique one. I will, um, what is my match here? Um, okay, I got it. I've got, uh, let's see here, dun, 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 dun. Uh, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking here, okay, I got it now. I will do, however, a very unique match here, and it will pit, however, uh, the women this time. I'll go with a women's match here. I will pit Lita versus Charlotte Flair. Uh, your thoughts about this one?
1: Charlotte.
0: You're going to go with Charlotte, huh?
1: And uh, we have Max Scherzer pitching now, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Yes, Max Scherzer back on the foul for the first time in quite some time going for the Nats this afternoon as John is giving us the play-by-play here of Game 3. He is opposing Carlos Quintana this afternoon for the Cubbies, so we will definitely be watching that game very carefully. Uh, This is a good match again, but you know what, I'm going to go with you this time. I think uh, Alita will put up a good fight, don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, I think it's going to be all about uh, Charlotte and the Queen, so you know what, that's my pick as well. So uh, give me Charlotte Flair as well. Okay, uh, next match, please.
1: Um, all right. Oh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus
0: um, Ric Flair. Ooh, this is a good one. Okay, so you're going with Shinsuke versus Flair. Hmm.
1: Shinsuke.
0: Yeah, as I said, Shinsuke. Uh, good match here, John. Uh, who do you like in this one between the Nature Boy and uh, Shinsuke?
1: What?
0: Who are you liking this one? Shinsuke. Shinsuke, okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with him, too. I mean, and speaking of Ric Flair, coming up on November 7th, ladies and gentlemen, there will be a very special 30 for 30 special of Ric Flair to watch. Oh. Yes. Yes, that'll be very interesting to watch, however. And uh, they have interviewed a lot of people for this two-hour documentary, including... Uh, his star Charlotte, of course, a.k.a. Ashley. I think his ex-wife, however, uh, if you will, along with his current wife. Uh, we've also heard, I believe, Stone Cold, Triple H, The Rock, The Taker, Hulk Hogan, Vince McMahon, a um, bunch of other people, Michael Cole, I think, Jr. have been interviewed for the piece. Uh, and that will be premiering, folks, on November 7th, ladies and gentlemen, at 10 p.m. on the 30 for 30 special, I believe, season premiere. So, folks, definitely check that out. Uh, we will definitely give you our thoughts about that in the coming weeks ahead. And now we do have an update on that Boston game again. It is now 3-3 in the top of the eighth inning. Apparently, the Astros now have tied up the game going into the top of the eighth inning. So right now, it is a 3-all tie right now between the Bo Sox and Houston there at Fenway. So we will definitely be watching this very, very carefully. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, also I'm looking right now, however, at the upcoming DVD rentals that you can check out or buy very, very soon, ladies and gentlemen, however. In fact, however, I believe, however, I'm trying to see, however, uh, a couple new DVDs. There is one coming out very soon, however, in about uh, here, mind you, however. I believe, however, it will be, uh, like I said, I'm trying to find out, however, mind you. uh, Where is it? I just did see it, folks are uh, coming out on DVD, however. I believe they come out tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken here. I'm just looking right now. Uh, no, actually, it'll be a week from tomorrow, mind you, however, on the 17th, or next Tuesday, if you will. Uh, you will have the chance to get these DVDs, Finn Balor, Iconic Matches, along with John Cena and Roman Reigns. And then on the 24th, ladies and gentlemen, 30 Years of the Survivor Series will be out in, in your local stores to check out. And then on November 14th, ladies and gentlemen, Uh, Another great uh, double whammy for you. First off, of course, No Mercy in Hell in a Cell will be featured in one disc, however. And then the three-disc DVD, Volume 2, NXT from Secret to Sensation, that'll have some of your favorite superstars, including, I believe, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, uh, Finn Balor, Neville, Sasha Banks, Charlotte, Nakamura, Samoa Joe, uh, The Ascension, Uh, who else am I thinking of? Uh, Let me think here. I mentioned Sasha Banks already, obviously. Uh, Like I said, Charlotte, Becky Lynch, uh, Paige, I believe, will be on this DVD, along with a bunch of other guys, including The Revival. So, folks, definitely check it out. That will be coming out, ladies and gentlemen, on November 14, ladies and gentlemen, so be sure to check that out. All
1: right, it is going to be the top of the second now. Okay, as I look Washington zero, no, hits for Washington nor Chicago,
0: okay, so it's still nothing, nothing as we go to the top of inning number two in Wrigley. Thank you very much, John again. John is keeping us up to date on that game, and I am keeping you all up to date on the Red Sox game there in Beantown right now, where it is three three if you will, ladies and gentlemen, and of course, that is now in the eighth inning. It is tied at three apiece. All right, up next, ladies and gentlemen, of course, however. Uh, believe it or not, however, um trying to think, however, here in just a second. How, oh, yes, it's my match again. Sorry about that. I'm going with my next match here, and here is my next match. This is a good one here, folks. It will pit Magnum TA taking on Seth Rollins in a steel cage. And we know that Magnum TA has had history in the cage before. I mean, ask Tully Blanchard about that from Starcade 85. John, your thoughts about this one involving uh, Magnum TA and the Architect. Uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah, this is a tough one. I would agree, too. I would definitely agree. I would definitely say Seth Rollins, too. I'm going to go with Seth Rollins, too. And before we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a somewhat somber note to report here, ladies and gentlemen. However, uh, today is actually, what, the 9th, right? Yes. Yes, today would have been the 77th birthday of one of the greatest, if not one of the most influential people in rock music history. Happy birthday, it would have been today, to number 77 for the great John Lennon. John Lennon would have been 77 years old today, ladies and gentlemen. However, this is a guy who left our uh, Earth planet, if you will, so many years ago at the tender age of 40. And we'll talk about him in just a second, John. So if you want to talk about something else, I'll be right back. Ah.
3: Uh, as of now, it is the t- it
1: is about to be the top of the second inning. As Washington and Chicago are up zero to zero, there has been official no there has been no score as of as of
3: yet.
0: Folks. Okay, I'm and back. Go they- so Uh, ahead. You were finishing something. Go ahead.
1: And they are playing in Chicago.
0: Okay, thank you very much, John. And as I mentioned, folks, uh, today would have been a very special birthday indeed, however, for John Lennon, however. And uh, he was definitely one of a kind, no doubt about it, however. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, today he would have been 77 years old. So on behalf of all of us here at Raw Radio, however, and all of our talk shows here on the TalkSoo Family Radio Network, however, we definitely want to say happy 77th birthday to one of the most influential, if not one of the most musical geniuses of all time. And I think we're going to have a very special song for him today in honor of his birthday here before the end of the day today. And that is, of course, of the great John Lennon, who today, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, would have been 77 years old. So happy birthday, John Lennon, from all of us here at Raw Radio. God all right. Yes, indeed, no doubt about it. And like I said, I've been a Beatles fan now for about 20 plus years. However, and like I said, 20 21 years. However, and like I said, however, I've always liked McCartney and the boys. However, and I can always listen to any Beatles tune from past or present. Just it's any song, whether it's good and rock, full of energy, however, or just one of sadness and uh, uh, just uh. I mean, you need something to take your mind off, however. It's always the Beatles that uh, does it to you, whether you're a fan of it or not, however. But like I said, certainly happy birthday, Tim. And I believe, I'm trying to think what other celebrity birthdays, however, mind you, however, we'll have, however. But we'll definitely, however, uh, mind you, however. Uh, so we'll definitely talk about that here. Uh, we go back to John again now with our next fantasy matchup. John, go right ahead.
1: Um, all right. Hell in a Cell, since I still want to keep the Hell in a Cell tradition going. Why not?
0: Um, alright. The Hardy
1: Boys versus versus Edging Christian versus the Dudley
0: Boys. Wow, we're going to go back to uh probably six of the greatest wrestlers of all time. This time it'll be Hell in the Cell. Hmm, I like it, however. I do like it, however. Uh, who is your pick here? Um... Edging Christian. You know, I'm going to go with Devon and Bubba Ray. I think Devon and Bubba Ray are going to win. I still have not watched their DVD yet. I've been meaning to watch it, but I can tell you, I have finally got a chance and I think I said many episodes ago I mean I'll have to double check and go back and see when I said it but I have watched the Kevin Owens DVD first two discs of the Fight Owens Fight DVD good DVD there and the Scott Hall DVD Howard, is very good too Living on a Razor's Edge the Scott Hall story very unique and fascinating definitely check it out if you've not seen it folks definitely owe it to yourself to check it out however uh, both of them are worth watching. Let me tell you, especially uh, the Kevin Owens story, very unique. Of course, they talk with Sami Zayn. They talk about it a lot with Johnny Gargano, Neville, a bunch of other guys. However, of course, he was a Ring of Honor superstar back in the day. Speaking of Ring of Honor, I don't know if you heard this, John, or not. Yeah. As uh, the whole thing with James Cornette and Santino over the weekend got into a little scrape, we understand, some show. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to see the video or not, but uh, this was very interesting to see these two uh Come the blows, if you will, this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, did you get a chance to see the video at all? No, I
1: didn't.
0: Did not get to see it. Hmm. Uh, definitely check it out. Uh, it's worth definitely checking out, however, and worth uh, seeing, no doubt about it. It's very unique, however. Uh, let's just say, of course, uh, we will definitely uh, be uh, keeping an eye on that whole story, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, as we mentioned, of course, we're going to talk a little bit about, we've been talking Quite a bit of football today, we're going to tell you right now uh, some of the games coming up this week, however, that uh, is of interest to you all, ladies and gentlemen, Uh, here if we can just uh, look ahead here for the upcoming week. Of course, this uh, coming Thursday, uh, that was last week, I should say. I'm looking at the wrong day here. Sorry, folks. Uh, Looking ahead to uh, week number six, let's tell you what's uh, up ahead this week here in the world of the NFL. Uh, I know for a fact that this uh, Thursday night the Carolina Panthers will be taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. There in Carolina at Bank of America Stadium. Uh, Let's see, what else is going on? San Francisco is playing in your uh, hometown there, John, Washington. My boys are Uh in Kansas City. Uh, We got an interesting Sunday night game this week in Denver. It'll be Eli and the G-Men traveling out to Denver, hopefully trying to win a game for the first time all year. How are taking on Denver? Uh, Also, of course, we got L.A. and Oakland, two teams who have been up and down all year. Of course, the Raiders have been struggling as of late. Uh, Then next Monday, folks, uh, live from Music City, USA, however, at Nissan Stadium, it will be the Tennessee Titans, however, taking on the Indianapolis Colts there in Tennessee. Uh, The four teams that have buys this coming week, however, include the Buffalo Bills, the Cincinnati Bungles, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Seattle Seahawks. So, folks, that's just some of the games you will see this week. However, of course, uh, as I mentioned, of course, John's boys will be on Fox this week playing at FedEx Field. My boys will be in Kansas City, How are I having the fight of their life against the Chefs of Kansas City. The G-Men, of course, will be traveling out to the Mile High City for Sunday night, How are this Sunday night's game. And then, of course, next Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, Indy will be taking on Tennessee in Music City, USA. So, folks, those are the um, games to watch out for this week. And, of course, uh, it all starts early in the week, ladies and gentlemen, however, when, of course, our own WCW captain himself, Mr. Chad Hinshaw's boys, uh, of Cam Newton and company, will be at home at Bank of America Stadium there in the Queen City of Charlotte, North Carolina, when they take on the Philadelphia Eagles, who have been playing some good ball as of late. And, of course, they got a big fight on their hands. Of course, uh, I believe Philadelphia will be entering the game, going into this game, 4-1, and one, as they defeated the Arizona Cardinals yesterday, 34-7. to seven. I believe the Panthers were off yesterday. I think also the Redskins were off yesterday, weren't they, John? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. They were off like yesterday, but I know last week, however, after that tough Monday night game, however, in Kansas City, however, there was some backlash coming out of that, however, involving one Terrell Pryor. I'm sure you heard about the whole ordeal there. Uh, What was your spin and take on that whole matter?
1: I don't want to comment on
0: that. All right, it's understandable. Uh, thank you very much here, John. All right, uh, while we're doing this, ladies and gentlemen, we're still getting updates on the baseball playoff games and also doing fantasy matchups. So, folks, uh, we will go back to John now, however, to keep us up to date on the game and also his next fantasy matchup. So, John, go right ahead.
1: All right, Jason Warp just hit a single in the top of the second, but still no score here here in the Wrigley Field
0: Okay. in the Windy City. And it's still nothing, nothing in Boston in the eighth inning, as we saw. So that is our update on the Houston-Boston game there in Fenway this afternoon. We're keeping an eye on that fans game.
1: On the, fans on their feet, folks.
0: Okay. They're
1: expecting a, they're expecting a strike out here.
0: Mm. Well, we'll see. I oh, mean,
1: almost, almost.
0: Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, Washington the other night came alive in that eighth inning. As you well know, ladies, And you know, they were down 3-1. to one. Bryce Harper and Ryan Zimmerman, of course, made it happen and made it a whole new series, folks. And like we said, however, we saw the Nats tie up the series, however, one apiece, however. So, folks, that was a very interesting game on Saturday night, if you will. Uh, So, John, go right ahead.
1: All right. Sergeant Slaughter versus reset.
0: Cool. You talk about back in the day, however, uh, the Sarge had it in for a lot of people, including the Iron Sheik and Superfly Schnook, among others, however, with his manager, the Grand Wizard Tower. This would be very interesting to see what would happen here now, however. Good match here, John. I like this. Uh, we've uh, heard that there was a talk at one time they wanted to do something like this on Raw, however, but they never got around. Or I think they did it, but I think Rusev ended up squashing him. Uh, that being said, uh, your thoughts about this matchup overall, however?
1: Um, Sergeant Slaughter.
0: Slaughter hmm. I'm going to go with the Sarge too However I would have to say uh, And uh, that's my pick as well So that's my pick Ladies and gentlemen as well Okay thank you very much John Our next match for me however Is going to be a very unique one however And this is an honor of Michelle Lindodds, who is one of Who has one of her favorites Michelle I hope you don't kill me when I make this match But I'm going to make it anyway I'm going to pit a very interesting matchup And here's what I'm going to do a six-person tag here. I'm going to pit three of the, her faves against three other people. So let's do Cody Rhodes, AJ Styles, and you know what? For shits and giggles, let's throw in, however, Adam Cole into this one. And they will pose the team of... Let's think about this for a minute now. Let's go with... uh, uh, Chris Jericho. And Chris Jericho's partners will be, I'm gonna put, uh, uh, I said calls on Jericho's and Jericho and uh, Cody's team, right? Right. Okay, I just wanna make sure. Okay, so they will post Jericho on one side, and the other two will be. Hmm. <laughs> okay, let's do this. How? Let's put, uh, uh Jericho, uh. Uh, 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 It'll be uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. All
1: right.
0: And I'm that gonna hit. go. I'm, I'm going with Got a strikeout.
1: All
0: right, so the, there you go. Washington getting Buzz a down the
1: bomb on the second.
0: Okay, so we're in the last of the second. Thank you very much, Sean. I'm gonna go with the team of Cody's team here in this one. That's my pick. Who's your pick? And yeah, I'll time? go
1: with Cody's team too.
0: All right. And uh, we'll have to, We'll definitely, uh, like I said, folks. We'll definitely. Uh, uh, keep an eye on that, however, mind you. And definitely watch, however. Okay, you're up next, however, in our next match here. All
1: right, Bobby Roode versus Cody rose
0: Oh, so you turn it right back on me, okay. The glorious one versus Cody. I'm gonna go draw because this is tough because uh they're both good and very popular with the fans. However, I would have to say this is a this is a dead heat, however. I'm gonna say uh, draw on this one. That's my pick, however, mind you. So I'm going to go draw. What about you?
1: Bobby Roode.
0: You're going to go with Bobby Roode, okay. Alright, uh you want a good battle, here's our next battle, ladies and gentlemen. We will put, however, let's do this, however. We'll put the Outsiders, however, Hall and Nash, taking on the Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal. Who do you like in this one?
1: The Road Warrior.
0: Yeah, I would have to go with Hawk and Animal too As much as Hall and Nash are a hell of a team They are a great team, don't get me wrong You can't go wrong against the Animal and the Hawk Our precious Paul Ellering And I'm sure Hall and Nash will have six pack with them In this case, but Yeah, I would definitely agree I'm going to go with ALOD as well Legion Doom get my pick on this one As well, so that's my pick as well Alright, you're next Okay
1: Kane Versus being buried alive
0: Ooh, this is a good one. This is a really good one. And Kane, of course, has not been seen in quite some time because he's in the political world right now, and I think he's finally hung up his boots. This this is a tough one. I'm going to go with Sting. I think Sting has enough to beat the Big Red Monster. That's, that is a hell of a matchy pick there. I'm going to go with the Stinger in this one. That's my pick. Me too. All right, talking about Buried Alive, I'll go one better here. Let's go with The Undertaker taking on... Uh, have I used Kevin Owens yet today? No. I want to use Undertaker and KO in a Buried Alive match. I'll do one better than you. What do you like in this one?
1: Undertaker.
0: You know what? I think The Undertaker will be beating this one. I, I'm i going against you on this one. First time in a while, I'm going against you. I'm going to take KO in this one. I think KO has enough to beat The Undertaker in his own game. I'm going to go with KO in that one. That's my pick. All right, you're up. All
3: right.
1: Mm, Randy Savage versus Dolph Ziggler.
0: Battle of the Madness here versus the uh, show-off. Who steals the show here? Good match here. Randy
1: Savage.
0: Randy Savage does it. And you know what? I'm going to go with you on that. I a good match there. That would be a very entertaining match. I would agree there. Okay. Ah, here's my next one. Let's go with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat taking on Raven. And we're going to make it hardcore rules because Steamboat has never been in hardcore before. So we're going to make Steamboat enter the hardcore realms this time. Who do you like in this one? It's the
1: Astros 4 and Red Sox 3 and the the 8.
0: Okay, so thank you very much, John. I was just about to check the score there. John's giving us the update now, ladies and gentlemen. It is to 4-3 now in favor of the Strohs. The Strohs trying to sweep out or basically knock out the Red Sox while the Red Sox are trying to force the Game 5 back at Minute Maid Park, maybe. I think tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow evening or maybe Wednesday, but it could be that the Astros might be moving on to the ALCS final, however, and wait win the winner of Cleveland, New York, however. So the Strohs, who... uh Just three or four years ago, had the worst team in baseball, however, continuing to just surprise us all a little bit, however, here in the playoffs by having a nice run and could be knocking out the Bo Sox in the process. So folks will be watching that very, very carefully. Uh, Okay, I went with Steamboat and Raven. I'm going to go with the Dragon in this one. Who's your pick?
1: Steamboat.
0: I'm going to go Steamboat, too. Okay, you're next.
1: Um, let's see. Mankind
0: versus Brainwine. Ooh, talk about two guys in their own, uh, element here. Very, very unique, color. Very interesting to make this mess up here. Okay, uh, go ahead, uh, with your thoughts on this one.
1: Brainwine.
0: I'm gonna go against you again. I've been going against you a lot today. I'm gonna go with Mankind in this one. I think Mankind has just enough firepower to win, however, and I think that's going to be uh, his uh, Achilles heel, and I think Bray Wyatt finds a way, however, mind you, however, so that's my pick. Okay, here's a good one for you. Let's go with uh, Jake the Snake Roberts versus the Demon King, Finn Balor. Who do you like in this one?
1: Finn Balor.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with Finn on this one, too. I think Jake will put up a fight, no doubt about it, but at the end of the day, I just think uh, that Finn's too strong for him, uh, better than him, I would agree. So, I'm going to go with him as well. Okay, you're next.
1: Um, Samoa Joe versus,
0: um, Kat. Who? Kat. Ooh, the battle submissions again. Samoa Joe versus the one man, the man from Red Hook, New York, however, the human suplex machine. Hmm. This is tough. I'm going to go draw because both of them are very tough in their own way, and it would be too tough to call. Uh, Battle of the Kikina Clutch versus the the Katahajime, the TAS mission. Uh, I'm going to say that's a draw. That's a tough one to call because both of them are very good in in their own element. Okay. Uh, Your thoughts about this one?
1: It's about All
0: right. Very good. And I'm going to throw out a good one here. Now you're going to like this one. In honor of Gerard Howard, and Gerard, I don't mean any disrespect my brother, but this is going to be a good one. An eight-man cruiserweight match, Howard. And here are the participants. On one side, you've got Neville teaming up with Tony Ne. And teaming up with him will be uh, Jack Gallagher. And his other guy will be, uh, in this case, however, uh, Cedric Alexander. On the other side, it will be, however... Uh, Ray Jr. It will pit Eddie Guerrero. It will pit, however... Um, it's not going to be Enzo. I'm not going to keep Enzo in this one. Uh, I'm going to throw out uh, Ray, Eddie... Hmm. I'm going to shoot the Ultimate Dragon in this one. And then my last guy will be Jushin Thunder Liger. Who do you like in this one?
1: Ray Jr. You
0: know... Uh, Ray Jr.'s got a great all-star squad, but you know what? I'm going to go against you. I'm taking the Neville team. As much as I don't like Jack Gallagher, however, he is starting to grow on me a little bit. However, I think Neville just has enough firepower, however, mind you. However,
1: I'm
0: going to pick him. Oh, I thought that
1: was I thought that was it right there. I thought that was a home run.
0: Who hit First it? Mur- who, who was it? Murphy? Who was it? Who hit it? It
1: was Chicago.
0: Oh, who was, who was it the Uh Rizzo? Zorbis? Number
1: 22, um...
0: Schwaber, Schwabber,
1: right? Yes. He almost hit it. He almost hit it, Miles but Schwabber almost took it almost out of
0: the yard, folks. So unfortunately, the ball was kept in the yard. Okay, thank you very much, John. He almost hit
1: it,
0: but it was a foul. Oh, I'm sorry. And uh, we are t- fancy. And I think, uh, and uh, like I said, Michelle might be stopping by. It looks like we might have a surprise visitor here in the late hour, ladies and gentlemen. As we were expecting, hopefully, expecting the Black Widow herself here, ladies and gentlemen. The true first lady, however, of wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. The Queen of Queens, ladies and gentlemen. Miss Michelle Lynn's, uh daughter. She says that she will try to get on before we get on, however, in the 5 o'clock oh. hour, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, like I said, her. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh!
1: Uh oh. What? He got struck out, and now he's, and now he's fighting with the on. Who's that? No, no, what?
0: Schwerzer. Who was it, Schwaber?
1: Robert. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Uh, if, I,
0: he, if I, if I'm Joe Madden, I would pull him back right now. Yeah. You cannot lose this guy. This is one of your better bench guys. If you lose him, uh, he's not you
1: know. tossed. He didn't get tossed.
0: Now. He did not get tossed. Okay. Uh, uh,
1: we're up to the top of the third now.
0: Okay, so we are now in top of inning number three right now as we speak. John is definitely watching this with, like I said, very much interest. I am going to get an update here now on the game between Boston and New York, however, or excuse me, Houston and Boston. It is the top of the ninth inning. Houston, of course, looking to close out the series. They are up 4-3 to three right now, ladies and gentlemen, in that game. So, folks, uh, definitely things are getting very, very interesting, however, here in the baseball playoffs here this afternoon, both in Chicago and also, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, like I said, however... As as far as what's going on, however, uh, like I said here, folks, uh, what has happened, however, mind you, however, uh, like I said, folks, what has happened uh, today, uh, like I said, going on today in Chicago and Boston. Uh, some golf news to report, of course, this afternoon, this weekend, of course, despite the uh, craziness that's going on in California with the wildfires, and again, our thoughts and prayers with those people in California Brendan Steele, ladies and gentlemen, of course, did end up winning, however, the Safeway Open this past weekend, however, holding off uh, uh, his adversary, Phil Mickelson, and uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, however, I'm just trying to get the scoreboard here. Bear with me here, folks, as we're just pulling it up now, however, here. As it happened just outside of Napa this past week, our Tony Fanu, and Phil Mickelson Of course Brendan Steele Shot a 69 In the final day Uh As did the Phil shot an even 70 Unfortunately he finished Three shots behind Tied for third His best showing yet This year on tour Uh Ladies and gentlemen Other people in that tournament Included Zach Johnson Ryan Moore Brian D- Bryson Chambeau. Uh, and others, however, but I did hear, and I don't know if you saw, John, or not about a week ago, there was some talk that Tiger Woods is starting to hit balls again, and it looks like he's trying to make another comeback here. The question is, will he be able to uh, start uh, getting back on tour by the end of the year, early next year? We'll have to wait and see, obviously, but uh, Tiger seems to be feeling pretty good right now, and we'll have to see... If uh, this will hold up, and we'll see if uh, he'll be back on tour before the year's out or early in 2018. Of course, he has had a very rough uh, stretch over the last several years, of course, ever since uh, that uh, matchup with uh, Rocco Mediate. Of course, as you know, the last couple of years, he has played a few tournaments, not very many. Of course, he's had a lot of personal issues to deal with as well as health issues. His back and other ailments have uh, kept him off the tour for the last several years. As I said before on uh, Outside the Rubs, I just don't think he's the same golfer anymore. He's not Ricky Fowler. He's not a Zach Johnson. Hell, he's not a Jordan Spieth, and he can hold a candle to any of those guys, I feel, but if uh, he wants to win another couple tournaments and maybe make a little bit more money, I know he's uh, made quite a bit of it over the years, but if he wants to try to get back on tour and maybe play a few more uh, tournaments, however, and finally call it a career, more power to him. But I just don't see it happening. I really don't. But uh, we'll definitely be watching that very carefully. All right, uh, John is up again, ladies and gentlemen, with his next fantasy matchup. So, uh, John, give us our next matchup, if you will. All
1: right. You talked about Cruiserweight, so I'm going to go for another Cruiserweight to my own.
0: All right. Uh,
1: Ray Mysterio
0: versus Austin Aries. Ooh, I almost went with Austin Aries in my last pick, and I held back because I knew going to. I think what, uh, I didn't know if you were going to touch Aries today, but that that that's a good match you just picked there. Austin Aries, a double versus Ray Jr. Uh, who do you like in this one? Ray Mysterio. You know I love Ray Jr. to death, and I've been a Ray fan for 20 plus years hour, and I got my heart says Ray Jr. but my mind says Austin Aries. I'm torn at this one, but you know what? I'm going to go with A-Double on this one it's just by pulling this out by the skin of his teeth and a tough one. though Ray Jr. will put up a hell of a fight. However, I think a double's going to win at the end of the day. Michael
1: Taylor just hit a single just to let everyone know.
0: Okay, Michael Taylor is playing currently for the uh, Nationals. Yes, Nash. Okay, so he has led off the top of the third inning with a single. So the Now Max runner.
1: Scherzer is getting ready right to the bunch. But yeah, I'm sure, I'm
0: sure Dusty's gonna call fun uh, on this one. Dusty Baker, the manager the uh, like I said, the uh, Nats will definitely call for the bump play, I'm sure here to try to advance the runner over. Definitely. Thank you very much, Sir John. All right, uh my next match, however, is gonna be a good one here. Uh this time it's gonna be the battle of the announcers. And and you'll you will this is kind of unusual, I know, but you'll understand what I'm going with. I will put Cory Graves into uh announcing duty with Hm.
1: Uh oh! Uh oh! Uh oh! A wild pitch and Taylor has advanced to second.
0: Okay, so the Nats threatening here in the top of the third here, ladies and gentlemen. His son is giving us the blow by blow action, and apparently the Nats are knocking on the door here for the first run of the afternoon here in Game Three. On uh, the pitcher. So uh, we're definitely going to be watching that very carefully. But here is your announcing uh, matchup now, ladies. and gentlemen. It will pitch. Rizzo almost tried to get the ball, but. Anthony Rizzo, ladies and gentlemen, he's referring to, of course. Uh, We will do... uh, Here's the announcing duo. It will be Corey Graves and Michael Cole taking on the duo of Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse Ventura. Who do you like in this one?
1: Ventura's team.
0: Yes, and I would go with that, too, in a heartbeat. I love Corey Graves, and I do love Corey Graves. Uh, Like I said, Michael Cole, of course, uh, uh, might be a little outclassed by one Gino Morella, and of course, the body himself, who will definitely put Mr. Cole in his place. All right, uh, you're next, however. We've got a couple more matches to go here.
1: I'm next. Um, Triple H versus um, versus
0: Bray Wyatt. Triple H versus Bray Wyatt. This will be a good match, and I'll be right back to you, man. in just a second.
1: Yeah. Uh, All right, it's the top of the third inning, Washington, Chicago, 0-0, no out. Oh, and Scherzer just struck out, ladies and gentlemen. Scherzer has struck out. But Scherzer did advance the runner to second, folks, despite a wild
0: pitch. Okay, so we are building updates. Thank you very much for this Okay. Okay. So, what was the match, however, like I said, however, that was next? Triple H
1: versus Bray Wyatt.
0: Oh, yeah, Triple H versus Bray. Okay, Uh, give us your uh, thoughts about this one.
1: Uh, I'm going to go with Triple H.
0: And I would go Triple H 2 in a heartbeat as well. Uh, I will do one more match, and then you will do one more match, and then we will uh, give our raw ratings in, ladies and gentlemen, however. And then, of course, we will call it a day here for episode number 112. Again, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget of course tomorrow night we will have a two for Tuesdays we do every Tuesday starting at seven PM without us, seeing a visit at one three nine nine two six pounds. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, we will also have The Revolution Show, number 399, one episode from the big 400 coming up tomorrow night, ladies. You know, the caller ID is 138055 pounds. Gerard will have the birthdays or news and headlines with yours truly. And we will also have the birthdays and dates from our own human suplex machine, John Grosthauer. So, John, uh, let us hear your Final Fantasy matchup of the day.
1: Final fancy match. Hulk Hogan versus The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin.
0: Ooh, good match here. Good match. Our, uh, uh, who do you, uh, like I said, however, who do you like in this one? Stone Cold. You're right. You're going with Stone Cold, Steve Austin. And I am going to uh, go with Austin as well. Very good match there, John. Uh, my Final Fantasy matchup of the day is going to be... Wow. Again... I'm gonna get, probably get killed for this because Michelle's gonna probably kill me when she hears this. But I'm gonna go with the beast incarnate, Brock Lesnar, taking on who will Brock take on this week? However, my pick is going to be Brock versus Big John Studd in the Battle of Big Men, however, in a power slam match. Who do you like in this one? Brock Lesnar. And I will go with Brock Lesnar myself as well. Okay, so there you have it, folks. However, um, like I said, however, uh, like I said, however, like I said, folks, I'm just trying to get this. However, mind you, however. Okay, there we go. Uh, anyway, folks, uh, we do want to thank you all for listening in this afternoon. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do want to wish again our great friends in the north, however, in Canada, a very happy Thanksgiving Day. A happy Columbus Day to you all. Right now, we're going to get raw range and predictions, so let's get into it right away. Uh, Chad and his friend, Mr. Hulkamania, Bobby Gilmore, of course, who had his birthday recently, after they first hit him, of course, gave us their range earlier today. They both said 2.0. It will be Dean and Seth, however— Teaming up together to take on, however, the team of Jason, Jordan, and Matt Hardy. That is their prediction for tonight's show in Indy. So they're going with 2.0 each, and that is their prediction for the main event. John, let's go to you, however, with your raw rating prediction tonight in Indy. Um,
1: I think I'd say the same
0: thing. And uh, as far as the match goes? 2.2. 2.2. 2.2.
1: You're
0: going up a little bit this week. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go up a little bit, too. I think it's going to be a 2-1. I do think, however, you're going to see maybe that women's matchup, the three-way, however, maybe be the main event. They've got to do something, however, especially this close to TLC, however, but just by luck, I'll probably be wrong, however, again. And they'll probably either put it to the, start of the second hour at 9 o'clock or in the third hour at 10. We all know that, how it goes, but you never know, folks, what we'll have way and see. Uh, of course, we were expecting, of course, as we said today, uh, the Black Widow herself, Michelle Lindards, but unfortunately, I think due to a circumstance out of our control, she will be back with us hopefully tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution 5 number 399. Uh, before we close it out, however, of course, we're going to get uh, one last look at both games. And, uh, of course, we'll keep you updated later tonight. Don't forget, John, will have more talk about the baseball playoffs as well as some football news, I'm sure, including, or what happened this past week in the NFL. Also, who gave you his right. so prediction? Good.
1: We got runners on first and third. Taylor's on third base. Harper's on first base due to to an overthrow. Due to Zelvers missing the ball.
0: Okay. And, and being unable to get it. Okay. Thank you very much, John. Of course, we will have an update here in just a second. I'm sure the Nats are trying to knock so on the So, runners on first and third with two outs. Okay, thank you very much Sir John. And the last we saw on that game, however, I believe with – I'm um, going to check the score real quick of that Houston game real and fast. Here comes, Anthony Randall. Okay, and I know he had a big hit the other night. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to get uh, quickly an update here on the Red Sox game while we're at it, too. It is four to 4-3 in the top of the ninth inning, ladies and gentlemen. I believe, however – Uh, Mind you, however, yes, it is the top of the ninth inning, ladies and gentlemen, however, it is still Houston up by a run, of course, Houston, of course, uh, trying to wrap up the series here today in Boston and end the Red Sox season, so folks, we're watching this very carefully on that, too. But as I said, coming up at 11 o'clock tonight, John will have your birthdays and dates, or not your birthdays and dates. He will have uh, his raw review as well as what's been going on in the world. However, he'll talk, I'm sure, about what's going on in California with those wildfires, of course. We do want to say prayers to all those people again in California. And definitely our thoughts and prayers are with you out there today. Also, he'll talk about the Hell in a Cell aftermath as well as what happened on Monday Night Raw, ladies and gentlemen. So, folks, be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen, coming up tonight at 1130, as John will be doing that on Facebook.com, ladies and gentlemen, however, in more ways than one. And as we promised you, ladies and gentlemen, however, like I said... Well,
1: how... here comes one more update from Washington and Chicago. Random was close, but he got caught, so it's still zero, zero, almost the third. Okay, so almost there we go.
0: So, there we go. It is zero, zero now, and the last you said it's the last of the third, right? It's going
1: to be the bomb of the third The bomb end. of the third
0: inning. Okay. Okay, so then, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, however, mind you, however, we're going to play for you now, however, thank you very much, John. A little, uh, in honor of John Lennon, a little Beatles tune, however, and I think it's only fitting that this song is fitting that we close out the show with this song, however, because of what's been happening lately, ladies and gentlemen, however, is entitled "All You Need Is Love," and I think it's only fitting, considering what has been happening over the last month or two that we played his tune. So, John Lennon, again, in honor of you, however, from all of us here at Raw Radio, thank you for your musical genius. Thank you for giving us something to smile and laugh, but also reflect upon your memory. So, in honor of the man. That was one of the big voice of the Beatles. We honor him today with this song. So, Mr. Lennon, happy birthday. And, folks, we'll be back next week, however, with another great episode however, of Raw Radio for episode 113. We'll talk about TLC, of course. We'll give you our early predictions on that. We'll talk more about the baseball playoffs and the NHL, or excuse me, the baseball playoffs and Divisional Championship Series. We'll also talk more football, I'm sure. Uh, we also forgot about football, John. Jeez, what am I thinking? We forgot about the football game tonight. I knew I was flipping, however. I forgot one more thing. One last thing we got to predict tonight, the big football game, Chicago and Minnesota. I'm taking the Vikes to win this one, 28-14. That's my prediction. I'm going with the Vikes tonight. Who do you got?
1: I have the Vikes,
0: too. All right, and your score?
1: Uh, 35-21.
0: Not bad. Okay. Well, very good, John, and now we're going to turn it over to the Beatles, so here we go, a little Beatles action for you with uh, All You Need Is Love. We'll talk to you soon, folks. So for now, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Iceman, along with the Human Suplex Machine. I forgot that John owes me up on a bet, but we'll have to take care of that bet next week. John, I'll let you fly this week, because I forgot all about it just now. So we'll uh, use that bet next week. So now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great rest of your Monday. And be careful out there again. Happy Columbus Day! I got the. What's that noise?
1: That's my ukulele.
0: Oh, I couldn't tell. Okay, uh, so again, Happy Columbus Day, everyone in the states, and Happy Thanksgiving, everyone in Canada. This is for you guys, including our friend George T. Smith, the Little Beatles now, and all you need is love. Enjoy.
1: Let's go long for the song.